Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody. And I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition app. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like 21-Day Fix, Insanity, P90X, T25, and Pio. These programs really work. And this is your one chance to try them for free. Go to BeachbodyFree.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equal $13.89 per month per 1000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5222. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition app. Pick any program and just follow it step-by-step, like 21-Day Fix, Insanity, P90X, T25, and Pio. These programs really work, and this is your one chance to try them for free. Go to BeachbodyFree.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equal $13.89 per month per 1000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5222. Welcome back to Vleeties. We are in the midst of a TriCast. YouTube.com slash Ryan Van Vliet. Twitch.tv slash Real Vleeties. The most important one, Trovo.live slash Vleeties. Kevin on Trovo just cast a stay safe spell. Kevin is the other guy from the whole fucking show. And he's just, he's hitting me with all kinds of hype, all kinds, all kinds of elixir. Uh, I'm surprised John Cena hasn't interrupted me yet. But thank what you. What happened to the whole fucking show? Nobody will ever know. Nobody knows. I even remember there was a Grit Fiend video, like, not too long. I mean, obviously recently, where somebody literally wrote, I miss weekly TWFS. It's like, this happens every week, every Wednesday night. What do we need to do? Like, we really, I need, we need to start buying. a better marketing team. We got to buy ads on Raw. That's the only way people are going to know. We got to advertise. We got to advertise with Conrad Thompson. Uh, so before, you know what, let's do that first. Zach, there's a new podcast in town, okay? Because Conrad Thompson, uh, for those who are unaware, uh, really, really heavy set individual. All right, this guy is big in the community. Like I, I watched one minute of Dark Side Confidential where he's sitting there at a table and he's like really far away from the table because he's so big. I didn't know he was like that big. Like I thought he was just kind of oh he looks pretty big, but no, he's big, Zach. I mean this guy's big, and he's doing this podcast, a new podcast with Jeff Jarrett. Now Jeff Jarrett has had an amazing wrestling career third generation in the business he was in wcw he was in wwf he created tna he's he's done all these things in the wrestling business there's there's so many things that i would ask this guy as well like it's the perfect it's the perfect person to do a conrad thompson podcast with podcast with because all conrad normally does is dave Meltzer writes in the observer he likes he says this and there's even a moment on this debut episode with jeff Jarrett and conrad thompson where 
Conrad like says, Jeff, can you promise me that you're not going to be one of my co-hosts that that just runs down Dave Meltzer? And Jared was like, look, Meltzer's a journalist. Sometimes he gets things right. Sometimes he gets things wrong. But I have no hate for Dave Meltzer. I've met him a few times. Nice guy. So, you know, okay, the beef is squashed, right? Conrad has made it, you know, Conrad is such a little fanboy for Meltzer. Now, for, <laughs> for people that don't know, Dave Meltzer writes The Wrestling Observer. It's like the original dirt sheet, the original what's happening behind the scenes of wrestling. Because as wrestling fans, we don't care what just happens on the television show. We need to know the behind the scenes. We need to know the ongoings. You can credit Dave Meltzer for the existence of, of this, of Leedy sitting here on a microphone talking about wrestling. Like People want to go behind the scenes. They want to get to the dirt. And Dave Meltzer was kind of the first one to do that. Like Since 1983, I think, he was calling people in WWE, trying to get uh, news, calling people in the NWA, trying to get news, like constantly trying to you know, breaking news. Ric Flair is going to WWF. Like, you know, he's trying to do that kind of shit. So uh, Bruce Pritchard has made it very clear. One of other Conrad's other hosts and just says, no, this Dave Meltzer guy's full of shit all the fucking time. Uh, he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He's never ran a wrestling organization on his own. So when he gives his two cents, it means absolute dog shit. So Conrad hates that because he's he's given he's given Dave Meltzer 11 bucks a month for the past 20 years. So, I mean, there's no way this guy would ever lie to me or get anything wrong. So Jarrett makes it clear, okay, I will not besmirch the good name of Dave Meltzer. However, Conrad has a podcast with good old JR, Jim Ross. Now, Zach, I'm not <laughs> sure you're aware. Jim Ross wasn't just, he wasn't just the greatest announcer sitting there at ringside with all of the emotion that every wrestling fan at home had. Oh, my God! You know, like like him at ringside obviously was one of the greatest things ever. But behind the scenes, he was in charge of talent, in charge of contracts. And the first episode is my like it. It really annoyed me because Conrad is he does this thing where whenever Bruce is running down Meltzer, you can hear Conrad do like an audible sigh. He does like a big <laughs> <sighs> like he does that kind of shit. You know, like he, he makes it uh, audibly noticeable that he's unhappy with where the conversation's at right now. You know, like, oh, you have to run down my hero. And Jared even makes a, a comment, like, he's talking about Jim Ross. Now, Jim Ross was responsible for for contracts and for talent, and Jeff Jarrett's honest. He goes, look, Vince McMahon brought me in. I wasn't a Jim Ross guy. Jim Ross didn't bring me in, so Jim Ross didn't feel any obligation to keep me there when he took over talent relations and contracts. So my contract was going to expire, his contract expires the day before he's supposed to lose the Intercontinental title to China. So this is a huge moment in wrestling history where Jeff Jarrett is going to lose the title to a woman. We're going to have a female Intercontinental champion for the first time ever. Meanwhile, people pretend the WWF isn't progressive. And they're, they're still mean to women. And so Jarrett kind of tells it like it is. Look, Jim Ross was in charge of my contract. He didn't offer me an extension. And he shortchanged me on several payouts where I'm, I, he worked a house show with Gold Dust or Dustin Rhodes at the time, and Dustin was making like $50,000 more per show or whatever it was, like more per loop. And Jarrett was like, hey, I'm getting paid five digits less than this guy, and we're working <laughs> together. Why is this happening? And then Jim Ross was like, oh, we're, we're sorry about that, Double J. We'll, we'll, fix that. we'll fix that up for you. And then he'd give him another check. But – this whole story is about Jim Ross kind of being a shady dick to Jeff Jarrett. 
And the whole time, Conrad's sitting there going, <sighs> like, you're the one who's asking the questions. You <laughs> wanted the story, Conrad. Like, it, like, Zach, it was one of my favorite things to listen to as far as Jeff Jarrett's telling this amazing story that I was unaware of. Now, how was a company, Zach? Can you have a guy get ready to lose the Intercontinental Championship and not even have him under contract the day he's supposed to lose it? I I don't know, man. That's basic. Ew, uh, what? <laughs> there must be a new subscriber. Thank you so much, No Limit Funbo. I appreciate it. Yeah, and yeah. You got the goat on the gif. How does that how does that work, Zach? I in regular business, I have no fucking clue. Like how if I didn't have a contract through that day, it'd be like, this is my fucking belt. I'm not going to come drop it to this chick who's got a dick. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I'm under no legal obligation to even show up here tonight. But <laughs> yeah. so the story really goes, Jeff's not going to get paid because or so he's no longer under contract. So what he does is he shows up and he says, I'll do this match, but I want my money now. And do you remember when we super right. kicked you right in the face? No limit, Thunbo. Thank you so much for the follow. He did a sub and then a follow. That's that's some risky business right there. That, that's the Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, she's. I don't know you could sub without following. He saw wow. my channel immediately. He's like, we need to subscribe to that shit. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. I do appreciate it. But yeah, so Jeff, like, he didn't even have to be there. He's not under contract. You're lucky that he's there. And then the Come big on, catch the buzz, fail to stay. Oh, we got a chicken winner from TWFS. Thank you, Kevin. The dabbing chicken lives on in infamy. There he is, dabbing his little heart out. So Jarrett uh, kind of tells it like it is. And Jim Ross, the whole lead up to No Mercy 1999, Jim Ross is trying to get this guy his money. You know, like okay, we need to get this guy his payout. I think I think Jarrett even says it. You know it. It was they were trying to give him like one hundred and fifty thousand, like that was going to be his payout for the for the full year. And Jarrett's like, the the things I've done this year and this show alone, I'm making way. I should be making way more money than that. So Jarrett throws the number three hundred thousand out there, and and I my now this is where Jarrett probably you know sullied his relationship with Vince McMahon for the next ten years, but he wasn't going to go out there and defend that title until he got his three hundred k. So. Uh, <laughs> So Jarrett got his money, and he goes out there and has a good housekeeping match with China. And, you know, it just I, I loved this story. I, I didn't know that this ever happened. You know, I'm a, I'm a wrestling fan, and I know a lot of behind-the-scenes dirt. Never heard this story in my life. But I loved this moment. I loved this story. And it was ruined by the fat man from Alabama going, <sighs> and, J and, and <laughs> Jeff Jarrett even says, because they're on camera, they can see each other like you and I, and he says, you know, Con Conrad, I could see you getting hot at me. And it's like, yeah, maybe, Conrad, maybe your friend Jim Ross was kind of an asshole when it came to paying people who weren't under contract. Maybe Jeff Jarrett had a very good reason for not want, like, for being worried about not getting paid. Like, you know, once I, I'm not under contract, you guys aren't going to pay me for a year. You're not under any obligation to pay me. I want my money up front. I'll drop the belt. And then I'm going to WCW tomorrow. Like it, it was, it's a kick-ass story from from Jeff Jarrett, and I, I just I can't imagine any other podcast where someone's mid storytelling, and Joe Rogan <laughs> just goes, <sighs> like Zach unheard, <sighs> like useless, right? Annoying. Yeah, I don't like. I would do the same fucking thing. I was just thinking this week, because uh, housing in Utah is ridiculous. I'm gonna <laughs> connect this. Don't worry. I was like, fuck. 
if in like five years I could make three hundred grand on my house, which is a possibility yeah. at this point, I'm gonna go buy a fucking house in the middle of nowhere and not have a mortgage payment and work on a fucking golf course. So <laughs> if I was this dude, I'd be like, Yeah, I want three hundred grand because I'm not under contract. I could take this fucking belt with me. Yep. I don't need to drop shit. I'm in the driver's seat. Let's go. Yeah, there was even possibilities of, like, they were even discussing, like, all right, if, if Jarrett doesn't do the match, we'll just bring in somebody else. But the whole storyline of Jeff Jarrett saying a woman's place is in the kitchen and pretty much being the greatest villain on television at that time. Like, uh, and Jim Ross was the one who told Jeff Jarrett, you will never be a main eventer in WWE. Like, we just don't see you as a main eventer. So what does Jarrett do? All right, fuck you. I'll go to WCW and win the world championship like five times. Well, then why'd you give him a belt to begin with? That's the other argument. And that's a huge problem with WWE in general. Like, if you don't see anything in Ezekiel Jackson, don't give him the Intercontinental title. Like, don't <laughs> ruin the Intercontinental title by giving it to, oh, you know what? Someone earned it. Like, that's almost like the that's like the Sonic Geno argument for why Rich Swan is the Impact World Champion or what. <laughs> well, you know, he came back from a career-ending injury and, like, so? Give, cool. him a, give him a fucking belt? Like, no, <laughs> we could just hand the belt to everybody. Like, these, even though they are, yes, a prop, they are a prop that should be used to elevate the status of your company. Hey, you should watch SmackDown because Apollo Crews is the Intercontinental Champion. He's a great character. He's great in the ring. We'll check, out the, check out our show on Friday night. Uh, Roman Reigns. TWFS says the 300k investment was in China. Yep. Silly WWE. Let him walk <laughs> and take that tiny IC title with him, then bring back the white belt and say Jarrett was SCA. Yeah, Jarrett was scared of fighting a woman. I don't know why it wouldn't read the whole it's thing. Cut off. What yeah, the fuck? She, she was over. He it, was a CA. Kevin brings up an amazing point. Like, yeah, the reason they wanted to make sure Jarrett went out there was because, like I said, they had built that good housekeeping match where Jeff Jarrett had told China a woman's place is in the kitchen, you know, and this whole thing was going to be China overcoming. You're going to tell that woman her place is in the That's kitchen? That's what Jarrett She'll did. Fuck you up. Jarrett doesn't care. He's got a guitar. He's got a guitar. Rip your dick off. He didn't care. Jeff Jarrett don't give a shit. So Jeff Jarrett's <laughs> ready to go out there and, uh, you know, beat her with a mop handle and shit. Like, they, they had a really <laughs> funny match. It was, a, it was a great match. A flower was involved. But uh, <laughs> Kevin's right where, you know, they made sure that this is China's big moment. And Jarrett even says that on the podcast. He's like, you know, I didn't want to ruin this for China. I wanted to go out there and have this match. I just needed to make sure that I got paid because, you know, like I said, no obligation to get paid. So that's why Jarrett and that's why Jarrett had to do it. And that's why WWE was like, give him the money, let him get out there so we can lose to China. China has her big pop. And then Jarrett can go to WCW tomorrow night. Like it really was a weird, it's a weird time in wrestling where you even look at wrestling now. It's strange when guys leave WWE because like when, they, when they, when they said Samoa Joe was leaving WWE in, in April, it was like, dude, this is awesome. Like, I, I'm so glad he's leaving WWE because of his... Now we got some freedom for this fucking guy. Like, it almost seems like in the Attitude Era, they should have been, like, clinging for life to these guys. Like, no, don't go work anywhere else, please. It's the same thing now. We don't, like... They just let these people go for budget cuts, and then they bring in Eva Marie, and they bring in two new cruiserweights on 205 Live. So where is Samoa Joe going? We're not even sure. We, we won't know until July. Free agent. Slammiversary, I think, is going to be the big night. I think he's going to show up in, on Impact. 
uh, at their pay-per-view in front of a live audience. I think that I think that makes sense. A lot of people are saying that he is all elite wrestling bound. I'm not so sold on that. There's so many guys there. And you bring in another veteran, it's just like we have Moxley, Kingston, Sting, Christian. There's already too many guys that aren't doing what they the greatest things that they could be doing. You know, they got Christian hanging out with Team Taz. Like it's this weird <laughs> like we have Sting hanging out with Dobby. Uh, and Kenny Omega is this champion where we're. I, I was all excited to watch Kenny Omega Hangman Page, and well, I'll get into it later. It's ridiculous, but there's so many things happening in the world of wrestling right now. Let's talk about Dario Cueto. MLW Major League Wrestling is on a current hiatus. They just had their season finale last Wednesday. They're not doing any MLW fusions until July 10th. 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, the ECW Arena. Uh, however, there was a headline from this week. Dario Cueto from Lucha Underground gets an MLW name because Lucha Underground actually did one thing that was pretty smart, Zach. They, like, took everybody's names. Like, if you were a wrestler in, uh, in MLW, like, in, you know, you go in there and you say, okay, my name – or in Lucha Underground, rather, and you said, okay, my name is uh, John Morrison, John Hennigan, Johnny Nitro. I have all these other names. They go, okay, we don't want to use any of those. We want to own, <laughs> own your name. So your name here is Johnny Mundo, and you can't use that name anywhere else. Like, they took every wrestler's name. Like, it really was. Guys were upset who worked for, like, AAA and, like, the companies in Mexico because there was a guy named King Cuerno. That was his name before he went to Lucha Underground. And then when Lucha Underground wasn't filming, this guy was wrestling as King Cuerno, and they were sending cease and desist. Like, you can't (laughs) use that name. We own that name. It's like, that was my name before I even got here. Huge lawsuit. Everybody was suing him. Like, a lot of people were really upset at Lucha Underground because it was kind of like this un, this unwritten rule that, hey, this isn't WWE. You can't just own all of our names. And if we're using our names somewhere else, it's our <laughs> it's our likeness. You don't own us. Uh, especially, But, you know, and they for some guys, like Brian Cage, his name in Lucha Underground was just Cage. So he can't go anywhere else and just be Cage. He has to be Brian Cage. So some Sonic guy, underscore Gino says Cesar Duran. Also the Hernandez impact contract issue. Thank you for the spoiler, Gino. I was building up to Cesar Duran, <laughs> but you can go ahead and do it. So Dario <sighs> Cueto's name is now Cesar Duran. And they're saying that it's gonna it's a combination of Julio Julio Cesar Chavez and Roberto Duran, two boxers coming together. And so yeah, what? he can't well he can't be Dario Cueto, is pretty much what it is. Uh, Lucha Underground owns that name even though there's no more Lucha Underground. And now Dario Cueto or uh, Cesar Duran is going to be running Azteca Underground. Everything, even though it's clearly a Lucha Underground spinoff or ripoff, they can't even reference. They, they're still calling where they wrestled the temple. They're still taking some things from Lucha Underground, but they need to be separate enough to make it matter. So uh, Cesar Duran, I like the name. He's Mexican. This is going to work, Zach. What do you think? Cesar Duran better than Dario Cueto? No, Dario Cueto's much more authentic. It does sound awesome. Cesar Duran is anyone with the made name up anyone with the name Dario already has kind of an advantage. It's it's already a weird name. Like I remember watching the challenge. There was a guy named Dario, and I just assumed he was a douchebag. And the only way to go for him was up. So when I saw that he wasn't a total douchebag, I was like, this guy's great. Like his the, the bar was low. So Dario Cueto, I was like, this guy must be a piece of shit. And then he was a good piece of shit. I was like, this is awesome. Hey. So, uh, WWE SummerSlam, Zach, they're making headlines. It looks like 
this year's SummerSlam is going to be on August 22nd. However, there's rumors of them moving the date up closer. Uh, and they're talking about where this event is going to take place. Now, the number one place that I'm hearing is uh, Vegas. I heard that they were going to try and go to Allegiant Stadium, have Let's SummerSlam go. in Vegas. How, however, now they're mentioning that it, should, it might be an outdoor event. And here's the problem. The, the rumored places for an outdoor event are Texas and Phoenix, Arizona. So Texas is a whole state. So I don't know what they mean by that. If they want to put it at Ranger it's Stadium. It's like a country. Dude, it's so big. And here's the problem. If you have SummerSlam in August in Texas, I don't think I'm going to go. <laughs> it's going to be so fucking swampy and hot and miserable. I'm going to be able to smell uh, everyone there. I mean, I'm going to be able to smell Drew McIntyre from wherever I'm sitting. I'm going to smell Sheamus. It's going to be no problem there. It's going to be disgusting. I can't imagine having this event outside. Otis is going to be just wreaking havoc in more ways than one <laughs> being in being in that texas sun so they're rumored to have it outside in, in in texas that just sounds terrible to me but uh this is covid land so who knows now i'm 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 saying just go to at&t you're already gonna have wrestlemania there next year just if you want to have a place that's spaced out go to at&t you don't need to sell it out just do at&t but apparently vince wants to this is going to be the first like event wwe has and then after this event, no more Thunderdome. The Thunderdome will be dead after SummerSlam. That's that's at least the rumors and the things that I'm hearing. Uh, because even after WrestleMania, when they went they went back to the Thunderdome, Zach. I don't know if you know this. Like they had this WrestleMania in front of forty thousand people, and then you know what they did? Right back into the TV screens. Right back into the big Zoom call. Like that was their big. They had to go back to it in a, in a different venue. What do you think of the th- of the Thunderdome? Man, I, I, I'm biased because I came back like during the Thunderdome, maybe a little bit before. The Thunderdome was awesome at the time. Right. Now, when I watch a UFC event in Florida with forty thousand people, and people are fucking cheering, and it's back to normal, it's like, ooh, it is so much fucking better. Every time somebody punches somebody, there's a pop. It's fucking crazy. And it's not... I get it from WWE's point of, like, the Thunderdome was great for them because they could control the story, who cheers when. But, man, those live crowds are coming back. I don't think you can deny it. Oh, we need it. Yeah, we definitely need the live crowds back. And when I watch NXT, I watched NXT tonight, a great show on USA tonight, uh, NXT. They have the Capital Wrestling Center where they have live people there. I don't know if it's other wrestlers or if it is paid attendance, but it's it really helps out the show having people chant and yell authentically and bang on the glass and just be involved in what's going on. It it also helps Dynamite when they and AEW when they have other fans there that are not just wrestlers. It really does help the environment and helps the show. So when you're when I'm watching Thunderdome, yeah, a lot of me has gotten used to that's just what it is the fake crowd noise does help sometimes i'm you know just watching it and i forget it's a fake crowd i'm like oh shit yeah i'm in the thunderdome so uh, it has worked in a lot of ways but you know wwe you know vince they are ready to get out of that fucking thunderdome they want to have people there and if i could if i can look beyond the if i can get a little cryptic the SummerSlam logo has a big star in the background all right now mm. i'm not saying that's foreshadowing anything but, I mean, there's several places here in Dallas you can have this event. You don't need to go to AT&T if you want to have it outside. 
Globe Life Park, Globe Life Field are both in Arlington. Globe Life Park is open. I mean, that's open ceiling. There's no ceiling on that. That's the old baseball no field. No ceilings? It's got no ceilings. It's just like Wheezy. It's got no ceilings, and I think that would be a great place for the event. So we'll see what happens there. They want to make that the first event of, like, hey, we're back. No more Thunderdome. We are going to have live people everywhere we go. Kevin Scampoli just cast a stay safe spell in the Trovo chat. Thank you so much, Kevin. I'm keeping an eye on the Twitch chat as well. Kevin just says, where's the custom ladies elixir spell? It is under review. Trovo saw that it was an Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez gift, <laughs> and it has been several days of review. I will have to go back in and see if they have an issue with such a polarizing figure as the gif. So we will see what they have to say about that. We already touched on it a little bit, Zach. I watched a little bit of this New Japan this weekend. New Japan Pro Wrestling, hey, number one. Uh, well, I forget what they call it. Like the king. Oh, it says it on the screen. King of sports. The king of all sports, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I Wow, look at all the stay safe spells cast from Zach. Trovo is very safe right now. <laughs> Thank you so much, Zach. King, very safe. This is the king of sports, okay? Did I, you get your vaccine? I did not get my vaccine. Oh. No vaccines anywhere, and that's what's happening in New Japan. They're having a massive COVID outbreak, Zach, like none other. Seven more wrestlers have tested positive for COVID-19. Oh, no. So uh, on, May, on May 4th, they were having... Uh, the Road to Don Taku or whatever it's called. I don't know. The way New Japan on names Star their Wars shows. Day, they do some shit on They them? were losing their shit. They had two wrestlers <laughs> test positive for COVID. And oh, no. PCR testing uh, was conducted uh, across the entire roster. Seven wrestlers tested positive. Now they're taking extreme measures. They already canceled their Grand Slam event. Like, the way they name their shows, I have no fucking idea what's going on in this company. Like, I want to watch it. I want to be part of it. But when they named the show Road to Dantaku 1, Road to Dantaku Day 2, Road Day 3, I don't know what that means. Am I, do I watch all these days? Are they all two-hour events? Like, I, nobody, they need to make a, like, every time you watch New Japan, they need to explain it. And right now, it's just Kevin Kelly doing, like, he's in a hotel room in Japan in quarantine doing the, doing the commentary for it, and it's terrible. I, I, I swear, I tried to watch it, and like I said, the wrestling wasn't all that good. So... When people are like clamoring for, for in in I I talk to Sonic Gino all the time, and we were excited for some New Japan crossovers in wrestling or in U.S. wrestling. I'm kind of worried. I don't like this shit. I mean, I I watched like two or three hours of this and this NJPW, and I it just left me like, oh no, I'm so glad I don't watch a company where Will Osprey is my champion. I don't watch a company where uh, Zack Saber Jr. does a hundred European uppercuts. And the and the guy just the guy just keeps coming at him. It, it was a weird it was a weird show, Zach. And yeah, so now they're all dealing with this COVID issue. They got nine guys total have COVID, and they're going to be canceling some shows. So TWFS uh, said, "Well, Osprey is a skinny fat ass." Yes, he is a dude. He has the weirdest body, Zach. <laughs> He's like kind of skinny up top, and then his legs are just they're big. Like I don't know what Massive. it is. It, it's all of it goes to his ass. Wait, what's his name? His name is Will Osprey. Have fun spelling that. I don't know how to spell it either. But he is A S P R E. He is their champion, and I just don't get it. I don't understand. I don't see the appeal. This is a company that had AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, they had all of these great champions in a row, Kenny Omega. And when I look at their recent kind of line of champions, like after Naito, 
Like Naito, Okada, Tanahashi, these are really good wrestlers in New Japan that when I turn on New Japan, I like to, I'm excited to see these guys. Switchblade, Jay White. What are we doing? Switchblade, Jay White wouldn't even make it in NXT. And here he is as like the NW or the NJPW champion. Will Ospreay is like a guy that if he was in Ring of Honor, I would fast forward. Like it's strange that when I turn on NJPW, I, I remember a time of New Japan Pro Wrestling where they were better than some of the shit I was seeing on Raw. And maybe I was just stupid at the time because now I can't even imagine that. Maybe when AJ left TNA and went to New Japan and I was watching a little bit of New Japan, I was like, okay, you know what? This show's pretty good. And then the it Ke- was over. The Kenny Omega Jericho stuff was great. Uh, Kenny Omega versus uh, Okada was way overrated. Dave Meltzer said it was a six-star match. I thought it was a two-star. <laughs> like it, it was okay. It wasn't the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, it, was, it wasn't even as good as Lashley and McIntyre on Monday. So I, I don't know. This this company gets this weird respect. I don't know if it's because it's foreign. It's like you know, it's almost like sexy to watch this. It's like when I watch <laughs> University of Hawaii football. It's like, dude, <laughs> this is fucking New Japan wrestling. Way better than that America bullshit. Like, maybe that's where people are getting this from. But I watched a few matches. I watched two events. I couldn't have been happier to never watch it again. I was shocked, Zach. I thought I was going to like New Japan. The the only reason I ever heard New Japan was when you talked about AJ Styles. So Yeah. Even their logo fucking bugs me because, like, the N in New Japan is above the end of wrestling so like, <laughs> yeah it's not even what symmetrical. are they doing here i don't know who designed it it might have been okada but yeah and even gino in the chat Cody ibushi is great they have great wrestlers i'm not saying they don't fucking ring of honor has a couple good wrestlers like it's not it's not hard to have a company with some good wrestlers but when i'm watching the matches now what it, what does good mean they're technically good or their storyline is good uh, I would say all of it. I would say, you know, there's even wrestlers where you can give them, like, Okada was in some bullshit six-man tag. And even him walking out to the ring with his big robe on and just him interacting with the crowd, I was like, this guy's a star. This guy looks awesome. Like, I, I really enjoy this guy. And, you know, he's not in the best storyline at the moment, clearly. I mean, this guy should be fighting for the world title, but since he can't do that tonight, he's in this nonsense six-man tag. But he still stands out like he is somebody. The same with Naito. The same with, um, like, the same with Ibushi. There are guys in New Japan that I like. And even if they're in some crap match, I will check out the match. But then there's other guys, Switch by Jay White, Will Ospreay, where I'm being, I, I'm told these guys are the best this company has to offer. And I'm like, no, they they can't be. Please don't make them not be. <laughs> like, Tanahashi, I really enjoy, I, I really enjoy Tanahashi. There's, and these are of course I'm naming like a lot of their nat their natural born Japanese talents, but uh, when I'm I'm watching New Japan, that's what I'm expecting to see. So I don't know. I I think a lot of their guy gene right now, a lot of their white dudes, uh, aren't very good. <laughs> like I like I like the Gorillas of Destiny. I think Tama Tonga and Tongaloa are a great tag team. Did but, you learn that from? Um, God, why can't I? Why can't I think of the name? Of what? Is it a Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Oh, you know what? I, I do realize that they said that in there. And that we, very early on. Is F9 going to be – is that out already? Is Furious 9 already out? That's yeah, just going to slap. Is that it ready? It doesn't matter. Is that ready to drop? Did Michael Bay direct it? I haven't watched a movie in a while that, like, a new movie. I just watched – speaking of Michael Bay, I just watched Transformers today. That's 
weird that you said that. <laughs> I, I here's the thing. I hate the Transformers movies, right? I've always been steadfast. Like, there's so many glitches and holes in like the storyline, and it's so silly. It's cute, but I watched it with my son. Totally changed my perspective of this movie. It's he a ch- loved that. It's shit. a children's movie. It's so good. It's so silly, and the action's great. Like robots fighting. And I even was sitting there watching with Linda, and I was filling in the plot holes for her. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm able to fill in the plot holes this time. I mean, duh, the AllSpark. It traveled to Mars, and then it came to Earth. Like, and, they, and, I, and for some reason in my head, like, when I was watching it, I was like, why is Sam Witwicky even a fucking part of this story? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, the aliens found his eBay page. They know Duh. that they know that he is the grandson of Archibald Witwicky, who found Megatron under the ice. Like I was plugging in all these things and telling it to Linda. I was like, maybe this movie <laughs> isn't as shitty as I thought it was, because here I am explaining it scene for scene and why certain <laughs> certain plot points were important. Ladies Man Two One Seven was his eBay profile. That's yep. why all the Transformers like, are you Ladies Man Two One Seven? Like, you know, it's it's so clever. And then, I mean, best part of the movie, no shame, Bernie Mac. When he's selling that car, Bobby Bolivia, oh, my goodness. I was, Linda's like, it's not even that funny. I was like, it's Bernie Mac, and I miss him. He's dead. He's so good. D-E-D dead. He's so good in this him. movie. I wish he was in New Japan. He's outstanding. Bobby Bolivia, you come to see me. That means we're family. Uncle Bobby, baby. Like, he's just so now, silly. We're not going to derail this, but what's the best Shia movie of all time? The best Shia LaBeouf movie? Yeah, I mean, can I say holes? Because I love holes. Like I, I know holes is great. I've, <laughs> who doesn't love holes? I've seen holes a hundred thousand times. It's, Not the movie. Who doesn't love holes? Who doesn't love a good hole? I think I even when when I got Disney Plus and we were like, oh, checking all these movies. I think the first thing we watched oh, yeah. was Holes. Like we just, it's an easy movie to throw on and just enjoy. So yeah, okay, I'll throw it out there. Disturbia. Oh, Disturbia is outstanding. <laughs> like slaps. At the time when everybody was ta- telling me about Transformers and how great that was. I was like, dude, Disturbia is way better than Transformers. Way better. Like, I just was shocked. At, uh, and maybe it was because people thought it was, like, a scary movie. I was like, dude, I'm loving this shit. I'm loving that movie. He Shia was really good in Fury. And that was after mm. he kind of went insane. So it was kind of cool to see him as an actor again. Um, yeah. Now, I think he's a total piece of shit. Like, i got to be honest. Like <laughs> People who still like Shia, it's like, are you sure? You're, you're part of council culture, that's why. That's true. Plus, I'm part of Republican. So when I have a guy <laughs> when I have a guy yelling in people's faces going, he will not divide us. It's like, you're, scre- <laughs> you're screaming at me. I'm the one trying to get gas. What the hell is this about? <laughs> it's the oddest thing. So, yeah, an interesting moment from Shia LaBeouf. But, yeah, I did see Transform. I saw all the Transformers in theaters. <laughs> Except that Marky Mark one, I kind of I don't I, I saw that on Redbox. I saw that on Redbox many a years later. Okay. Um, it came out at a time when I don't think I was like interested in those movies, and uh, I don't know. I, I when I got married, going to the movies actually went way down. I don't know why. I know a lot of people. Wow. Yeah, really? I know a lot of people prefer to go to movies, but with the you know what with the innovation of Netflix and Hulu, there's really like it's it's hard for Lynn and I to agree on a. Let's spend thirty dollars to go see a movie, when we when we can't agree on a movie anyway. Like I know we've seen movies since then, but I remember Pitch Perfect three was like the last one that we kind of like. You know what? Let's go to the movies tonight. We're gonna have a great time. So we got a lot of wrestling. Let's power through some of this shit. I watched WWE main event, Zach. Now I love that you're here because this kind of make me explain things a little bit more to the non wrestling nerd, to the non Gino, if you will. So. 
Um, yeah, I know exactly. This, is, this show is usually just for me and Gino, so we're gonna have to mix it up. Main event is the. It's like this show they record after Monday Night Raw, or or before. <laughs> Not even sure when they do it, but it it's all it's it's just a recap show for their main roster shit. Now it is syndicated. They put it all over the other countries. It airs in like fifty six countries, I think. It's on Hulu, but WWE doesn't take it seriously. Okay, it's just a way to get some longer matches for some of the talent to see how they react, see how they perform. Uh, for the past couple weeks, they've had Mustafa Ali, who former leader of Retribution, really good wrestler. I got to be honest, I've been loving his work on main event. He's a smaller guy, so th- he and he's fighting Ricochet. So we have two cruiserweights who are on the main roster, so they no longer challenge for the cruiserweight championship. But I really think they need to mix in some Cruiserweight Championship stuff on the main roster to give these guys something to do. Uh, Ricochet hit a, a, a shooting star press crossbody in this match, Zach. I can't even imagine, like, when I saw it happen, I, I freaked out. I, whoa! Like, i never seen that before. Somebody's standing straight up, and the guy from the top rope does a gainer and just destroys the guy who's standing up with like in a crossbody. It was awesome. It was a great moment. It was like uh, Megatron getting the AllSpark shoved into his chest. It was, it was, <laughs> it was the peak of my life. It was a great match. But th- this, so and Mustafa Ali, by the way, his nickname on Twitter, he calls himself Main Event Mustafa, because he has had more matches on this main event show than anyone else. Like this show that nobody really watches. It's kind of just a recap show for Raw. Mustafa Ali has had more matches than anyone, and uh, Mustafa lost this this on this outing to our good friend Ricochet. But, yeah, so here's the thing with main event. Here's the best part of it. It's an hour-long show, right? Um, they show this one match. It's like 11, 12 minutes long. Then they have 20 to 30 minutes of recap from Raw. They just show you every highlight from Raw. Here's what Drew did. Here's what The Miz did. Don't worry. Here's Damian Priest. They show you Raw in a half hour. You know, it's just a commercial for Raw. And then the main event was Jinder Mahal and Jeff Hardy. Now, Zach, do you even know who Jinder Mahal is? I for sure have heard the name, but I no clue. Who That's it is. so. This is a WWE champion, a former WWE champion. He won the title at kind of out of nowhere. He didn't even have a match at WrestleMania, and then the next pay per view, he like won the belt. Like it was a weird, like it was a weird, like real hard push. All of a sudden, it was it was a John Bradshaw Layfield style. Let's just take a guy who's on our show and give him the WWE championship, and he'll figure it out as he goes. Now I liked his title run at the end. I was kind of on board. With Jinder Mahal being this champion, you know, he's got the 1.2 billion people of India behind him. And, you know, he's an Indian guy. So he comes out wearing, you know, he's got the turban on. He takes it off. Uh, He's got two little guys calling him the modern-day Maharaja, like us Americans even know what the fuck that means. So he's been out of action for like 18 months. And he returns on this main event show, which was the only reason I watched it was it kind of, you know, I think WWE does this every once in a while. They'll, they'll do something that's pre-taped, and the, the wrestling fans who want to see it will go check it out. And I decided, okay, you know, I want to see Jinder Mahal's return. That'll be fun. He's fighting Jeff Hardy. We all know Jeff Hardy. And uh, Mahal shows up. He's got two new heavies with him. He's got two big Indian motherfuckers with him. Sankey, or not Sankey. I keep calling him Sankey. His name is Shanky. But for some reason, Shanky sounds stupid to me. It and, does. And Sankey sounds less stupid. I don't know why, because Bishop, Bishop Sankey was a running back for a minute there. Didn't he go to Penn State? So, like, I, I remember Bishop Sankey. So, in my head, Sankey is a clear, great name for a wrestling heel. 
So Sankey and Vera were like, they're these two big Indian motherfuckers. Like they're, they're huge. And they're in Mahal's corner. Mahal gets the easy win over Jeff Hardy. I like seeing my boy Jinder Mahal back in action, my friend. But, Zach, I was punished for watching main event. You know why? Why? This exact segment, everything I just described to you, Jinder Mahal, big Indian guys, Jeff Hardy, returns, all this shit that I just said, the exact thing happened on Raw. Like, they really oh. punished me for watching main event. Like, I felt stupid. Why did I watch this show if you were going to show the exact same thing on Monday Night Raw? And now, they used to do this. Wrestling fans uh, for, for 10 years will know this. When SmackDown was kind of just the throwaway show in 2012, 13, 14, they would have, like, Dolph Ziggler and, and Randy Orton with main event SmackDown. And then uh, three nights later on Raw, it would be, like, the middle, the second match. Like, it was just, hey, you didn't watch SmackDown? Don't worry. We're going to do the same exact match. Same match, same finish, all the same shit. It's going to come back around on Monday night. Don't you worry about it, fans. Like, that's how I felt, Zach. I was very, very annoyed. I felt like an idiot. Uh, but, you know, I, I get what I deserve. Jinder Mahal's back, excited. I will probably be watching this main event show because I feel like somebody has to watch it, and I'm going to be that guy, Zach. What do you, what do, am I punishing myself too much? I think you are. Like, so what? Tell me the parameters of this show. When does this even air? This airs on Hulu, and I think it, I think it shows up on Hulu On Demand on Thursdays. <laughs> I think that's when it hits Hulu. Uh, apparently some people are like in other countries, they have like a set time, like tune in to BBC to see WWE sky sports one, like, you know, to see main event tonight. Like, so some countries got to like set their DVRs for me. I just wait for Hulu to pop it on. Peacock doesn't even have this shit for like three weeks. So what? like Peacock's like three weeks behind in all their main events. So you got to watch, uh, you got to watch it on Hulu. So the and the parameters, it's easy to watch the show because it's 20 minutes long. It just has 25 minutes of commercials for Raw right in the <laughs> middle of it. Like, I don't know who – this show's so forgotten. And like I say all the time, what what Raw should – what WWE should be doing is what AEW is doing. They're having too many matches. I accidentally watched a little bit of Dark Elevation today. Like, I was working, and my, my YouTube just auto-played the next video, and it was – uh, AEW Dark Elevation and it was like a 90 minute show and I was like oh what's going on here and some guy came out with a record of 0-5 and, and I was like what the fuck is this and then <laughs> and then a shoddy Lee Johnson came out and I was like so okay we got a squash match like they put on advertised squash matches every week and it's just to have wrestling matches just to put more content out there and I think WWE would benefit from that where it's like instead of having 25 minutes of fucking raw recap on your show why not put in two more matches or one match in there? Like, do something to give somebody else some some time, some television time. Like, we haven't seen Big uh, Biggie. We haven't seen Keith Lee in forever. Give Keith Lee some matches on this main Why event. Why would you show. bury Keith Lee? Come on, man. I don't know, dude. He's like gone. Yeah, I, I I'm at the point where I want him to Samoa Joe his way out of out of Raw. <laughs> like, just go somewhere else, buddy. Go to go to Evolve or wherever he was from before. Even though I think Evolve has a partnership with WWE. So, either or. Main event, I, you know what? Do you know what the problem is, Zach? It's not football season. Once football hits, I won't have time for all this shit. Like, <laughs> I, you know, like, I'll be watching. That's exactly the problem. Because, like, four weeks ago, you were like, oh, man, maybe I'll watch AEW. And maybe I'll watch this. And now it's like, holy shit, I've watched too much wrestling to even talk about it 
in an entire episode of Leedies. Yeah, even in we're an, so backlogged. Even in an hour, I'm like, shit. It's already 11:10 Central Time. We haven't even touched on SmackDown, 205 Live, Raw, NXT. Uh, so we got we got predictions for the shows this week. Let's go to let, let's go to SmackDown. I watched SmackDown. SmackDown had a fun show this week, Zach. They did a they called it a throwback SmackDown, which meant the graphics were like from the 80s. Which SmackDown was SmackDown wasn't around in the eighties, but the graphics looked awesome. Like I was even like thinking in my head, why don't they just do this? Like it made me realize their graphics kind of suck. The fact that I'm watching this throwback show, I'm like, this show looks great. I love the yellow. Apparently, eighties they were like, let's use yellow for shit. Like yellow, even though NXT is like black and gold, SmackDown with a little yellow in there looked great. Like even watching yellow and gold are completely different colors. But even when you watch like old NFL film. And, you know, like, they just have, like, it's not at all, Sonic like, underscore Gino says ICO Pro. ICO Pro. Yeah, I, they showed an ICO Pro commercial. They were, like, it just they were just doing paying homage to classic WWE, not even just classic SmackDown. They were going back to mid-'90s Raw with ICO Pro, and it was it was a fun night of, of SmackDown. It made it fun. They were showing classic SmackDown clips. This show just flowed. Like, I always talk about how Raw feels like I'm doing homework. SmackDown's so fucking fast. I'm like, oh, is it over already? Like, it's, it's constantly... It's a two-hour show that ends so fast. Um, but I really enjoyed this week's show. Uh, Jimmy Uso returned. That was kind of a huge surprise. What? Jimmy Uso, Jay's twin brother, is back. But here's the thing. Jimmy ain't gonna be nobody's bitch. Okay? <laughs> Jimmy is not Jay. He called Jay a bitch. He's like, Jay, we need to win tag belts. Now, if I can write SmackDown real quick. Uh, I'm Vlitties from What Culture, and here's how I would write Jimmy Uso's return. <laughs> Jimmy Uso, uh, or Jay Uso at least, would turn on Jimmy. We keep singles, Jay Uso. We keep Roman Reigns. Jimmy won't fall in line. Uh, J- this is the most interesting Jay Uso has ever been in his entire career. Putting him back in the mm-hmm. Usos is useless for me right now. I'm getting so much fun, so much entertainment out of main event J out of the tribal chief like i just i really do feel like if you i don't want to mess with that you know like I, I think we got a really good thing going we don't need any reason there's no reason whatsoever to put jimmy with these guys I, if anything it'd be cool to have jimmy who is a member of this family trying to tear you know this kind of samoan dynasty apart I, that's what i want to see i would like to see that uh sonic Gina says but what if they all had belts I don't care. I think Jay should go for the Intercontinental belt, if anything. Like, I, again, we can't just – I like I, – I we're going to have Mysterio champions this, this weekend. So we already got good tag team champions. Let's have Jay go, Jimmy, you don't want to fall in line? Fuck you. You don't know what I went through while you were injured. <laughs> it just makes sense to me. So really enjoyed this show. Uh, one, one problem I do have is Cesaro is getting his championship match, right? He's getting – like his first ever one-on-one world championship match at a pay-per-view, but they're not hyping it up like he has a real chance. Like even with Cesaro coming out and beating the shit out of Roman, Jimmy, and Jay on the SmackDown show, uh, this episode, there, uh, there. I just feel like there's, you know, when Sean won his first championship, you know, when Debray won his first championship, they put together these like video packages and they really make you feel like wow. This is going to be a moment in history. Like, Cesaro getting this title match feels like he's just being jobbed out there to Reigns. Like, it doesn't feel at all like they're giving Cesaro a chance whatsoever at winning this belt. Otherwise, I think they would be hyping it up a lot more how important this is for Cesaro. 
because it really doesn't feel important for Cesaro. It feels like a real, it's a problem for Roman. Like Roman's just kind of being distracted by all this shit that's going on. And flip side, Bianca Belair versus Bailey feels flat as well. Like, is there any chance Bailey beats Bianca? Bianca won the belt at WrestleMania. Here we are a month later. This is her first title defense. It's against Bailey, who she beat on her way to get on, on like before the Sasha Banks feud, she beat Bailey. So we're like bookending her winning the title with Bailey matches. I don't see any way Bailey's even gonna win. They're not even making it believable believable Bailey's going to win. Like I would have I would have preferred to see even the uh, Carmella rivalry, something Bianca hasn't done yet would have fit nicely here. I wish Billy Kay was still around. That would work. Um, <laughs> like, there's so many little pieces that they can put in here. But instead of, the, like, this one-on-one match we've already seen before for the belt, I don't see any way Bailey leaves with the title. So kind of two issues. But other than that, the show's outstanding. Everyone vying for that Intercontinental Championship. It reminds me of Impact Wrestling. Uh, love it. Love it, love it, love it. 205 Live, Zach. I watched another wrestling show. This is a Cruiserweights. This one will be fast. Uh, they d- they debuted two new people today. There was a or today on Friday. There was this Japanese guy Zach. He wrestled the entire match in a blazer. Now he was shirtless. He Here was in go. he was in wrestling undies, but he wore a blazer, and he was outstanding. He was hilarious. His name is Ikemen Jiro. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, he was great. Right. Ar- uh, Ari Sterling also debuted. We watched him do a six thirty through a table last week. Uh, they, they both won their matches, obviously. However, there's a formula, Zach, on 205 Live, and I don't like when I can notice the formulas, right? It's like Scooby-Doo, you know? Remember Scooby-Doo? Like, whoever <laughs> tells the gang, you know, oh, well, you got to watch out for Minor 49er. What? Who's Minor 49er? Oh, well, he's been haunting these here mines for years. <laughs> so, like, you know as soon as the person is, like, warning them about, I am, I am this, you know, there's this monster you need to look out for, that person is the monster. You know, they don't, you know, he's the only one who's trying to scare them. He doesn't want to get in a minor 49er outfit, but since these kids aren't scared, we need to scare them before we bust out minor 49er. So formulas developing where anyone who's been on 205 Live for more than a year just loses. It's this odd, like they have this group called the 205 Live OGs with uh, Tony Nese and Aria Devari. TWFS says Warriors did it. Warriors did it. Did Golden State do something tonight, Zach? Did they wow. do it? Did they qualify? The NBA's in in their season right now. I the, didn't know. The NBA is dominating right now. Right? NBA wow. is living their dream to their to the fullest. The Warriors did it. How the, the Lakers are obviously like the one seed, right? Who's the one seed right now? Because I know the Warriors were fighting for the eighth seed. So apparently they squeezed in tonight. Did that just happen? We get some Warrior action, Zach. If it's not the Lakers, I'm going to be very disappointed. Well, at the, uh, the the Dallas payroll they got. The Dallas Stars are eliminated. Luka Doncic seems to get a technical foul every fucking game now. Like I don't know, he just Dallas argues is a lot. Eliminated? I think Dallas is eliminated. I think they had a terrible year. They just they they get a bunch of white dudes and it doesn't work out. They got all the white guys in the world. And they can't win any games. I I don't. I'm on your side, man. Luka. Do it. Nobody wants European basketball, though. That's what it is. Fucked. These Europeans don't know what the fuck they're doing out there. This is an American <laughs> sport, all right? Still a minute left. Oh, hydrates from Ricardo. I just drank some water. Let me drink a little bit more because I am thirsty. Easy drink a whole bottle of whiskey right now, right? I mean, it's a uh, mini bottle, but it's almost gone. 
Essentially, yeah. It's Essentially, coming. we're at its end. Uh, let's go to Monday Night Raw, Zach. I watched this Monday Night Raw. Uh, I watched some of it last night. I watched some of it live, and Kevin's right. <laughs> when you watch it live, <laughs> when you watch it live and it goes to commercial break, it actually is okay when they go, before the break, this happened, or earlier tonight, this happened. Like, when you watch it straight through, when you watch, like, the whole, I think it's two hours and ten minutes in a row, you know, because there's commercials, so they add about 50 minutes of commercials. It kind of helps because, yeah, I did, you know, my I did see a, a Tide commercial, a Sonic commercial, a Little Caesars commercial, a Nationwide commercial. I watched maybe six or seven commercials. So maybe I forgot that we were. I was watching a six-women's tag match before we went to break. So, you know, like sometimes it does kind of work in their favor to, to, to remind me what the fuck I just watched. So real quick, I'm going to run down some of the matches that we had. Six women tag, Charlotte, Nia, and Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Took on Asuka, Dana, and Mandy Rose. Don't know why this ma- these kind of matches keep happening. And I really don't know why Shayna Baszler loses all the fucking time, Zach. It's weird. Now, Lily was on the stage with Alexa Bliss. Now, there's mixed. I mean, do you want to know the answer to that question? What are the What's the answer? Amanda Nunes finished her with a fucking leg kick oh, in the UFC. Well, I mean, that's kind of what happened tonight or on Raw where <laughs> she she her leg was hurting or something. Now, some people were saying Lily possessed her leg and that's why she <laughs> that's why she couldn't move. And other people were saying no, they were working on the leg during the match. I don't know what happened. I just know Shayna lost again and it seems like she loses every fucking week and she's wrestling twice a week. She's on Raw and SmackDown and she is constantly getting pinned. I don't know who is doing, like, I don't know if she made somebody mad, but she is the queen of getting pinned. She's no longer the queen of spades. She is shoulders on the mat majority of the time, <laughs> not looking good for her. Uh, she, the last, when I was watching, she was submitting two people at the same time. Exactly. And, well, and Kevin, brings, Kevin brings up a great point. She's in the doghouse for knocking out Asuka's tooth. I've heard that as well, where she injured Asuka for real week, weeks before WrestleMania. So it's like, hey. Let's just have her get pinned all the time. Thank you, Kevin, for the rose. And thank you for reminding me we had vape commercials all throughout this show. And I've been watching NWA Power again just to watch more wrestling because I can't get enough. They do still have the tackle football at age. At don't play tackle football before the age of 14. Like, that's what they keep saying. Like, you know, the longer I play, the longer I can get CTE. Or, you know, you wouldn't let me smoke before ages 14. Why would you let me play tackle football? And I'm like, is that the I'm sitting there going, is that the same thing? So Yeah. There's lots of is. there's lots of kids that play tackle football. Yeah, it is. There's lots of kids that play <laughs> tackle football. I played before I was fourteen. I don't have CTE. I since I was like seven. Does everyone have CTE and nobody knows it? I think I think that's the issue. I think like sometimes at work, maybe it's my age. I'm like thirty something now. I'm like, fuck, why did I walk in this room? Did Joe Biden? Fuck. Did Joe Biden play football before he was fourteen? <laughs> I mean, and he probably played with a leather helmet, right? Uh, for sure. I mean, he's up. 
he's got a written speech in front of him. Can't remember what he's trying to say. Dude, he, that teleprompter does not work. They need to make the letters <laughs> bigger. Like I, I kind of feel bad for him in that regard. Like I know the, how small those letters are. He they need, need larger letters, slower pace. And he needs like for the pronunciations to be out there as well. Like his wife's up there going, "See, say Podway," like a fucking idiot, like a condescending <laughs> piece of shit. And it's like, oh, you guys are really setting these folks up for failure. These fucking clones that you, these robots that you put up in Lizard front of people. us. people. Yeah, the, uh, dude, I'm serious. These reptilian overlords. <laughs> no joke. Speaking of reptilian overlords, the Viper. Yeah, <laughs> Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, RK Bro. They, oh, that's ridiculous. Is you, that happening? You hate Matt Riddle. I, he is oh, so great. God. He is so great, and he's with the New Day, who are great. And they, they teamed up eight-man tag, my least favorite kind of match in wrestling. But this one worked for me. They took on AJ Styles, greatest wrestler ever. He has a goatee now. Oh, Omos, big Omos. Uh, he was there as well. Tag team champions, AJ and Omos, teaming up with Elias and Jackson Riker. Uh, this was fun. I actually had a good time watching this match. thought it was really well done. Uh, Randy Orton got the pin, which is always really important for me when he gets the pin. New Day was silly on the outside with AJ Styles. It looks like AJ is having a great time kind of planning these little moments out with New Day. Uh, and th- guess what, Zach? Randy Orton and, and Matt Riddle win, right? Randy Orton, RKO's, Xavier Woods, and Kofi after the match. Now, I'm hoping this leads to RK Bro getting some tag titles. But I remember it after this RKO's. AJ and Amos are the tag champs, not New Day. So... I think I'm going to have to wait a little bit longer. Are you telling me RK Bro is the tag champs? Isn't bringing you back to wrestling? That, that's going to keep me away from fucking wrestling. You're going to waste Randy Orton in the prime of his career, maybe the Twilight, <laughs> with the fucking Bro? Are you for real? Their chemistry is so good. You should check it out. It's outstanding uh. stuff. They're doing good shit. I mean, I'll, I'll trust you. <laughs> You're my number one source for wrestling. But. Hey, hey, and you know what? Not everyone agrees on everything because I think The Fiend <laughs> is bullshit. So, you know, like, that, that's my favorite part is there are some things in wrestling that I, I love. And, I, and I've been honest. I like real guy shit for the most part. It's very rare when somebody comes out with face paint or a fucking <laughs> goblet. And, you know, I don't get excited. I don't get excited for that shit. Like, you know, my, my favorite version of The Undertaker is probably – American badass Undertaker because it was like, oh, cool. He's not pretending to be dead anymore. He can talk like a human being. He, <laughs> he can just get the microphone and go, shut up and fight. You know, he can cut a promo without making it about zombies and shit. You know, like, the darkness is a friend of mine. Like, I don't need that shit. It doesn't make any sense to me. I like. You don't need the eyeliner? I don't need the eyeliner. And then Gino in the chat says, not Boneyard Taker. That's American badass Undertaker. I mean, he's just, he's talking like himself. You're jealous that my wife does your finisher better than you. Like, he, <laughs> he, he's the best. He can just be a man. It makes sense. He's like, he's a human being. Rapid fire, Zach. Seamus at Humberto Carrillo. Humberto got hurt. It looked really nasty. Uh, apparently, he's fine, but it looked pretty bad. They're having a good match. I like Humberto Carrillo. I hope they wrestle at WrestleMania Backlash. Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin, former members of the Hurt Business, Two strapping young black men having a match. What annoyed me about this match was how many fucking times the commentators said their full names. Like, Zach, when we're watching football, we're watching any sport. You know, when you're watching Mike Trout, 
you you say Mike Trout maybe once or twice, and then you just say, well, yeah, Trout has been doing really well through the month of April. He's you know the swing's looking great, and yeah, Trout's been working on these things, and you know Trout's going to do this. You know, hey, uh, Brady has been looking great this offseason. You know, he's he's really refocused himself. He's really studied that playbook inside and out. Bruce Arians has really got him working. Yeah, Arians told us this. Like, you can say the full name once, and now we know who it is. Give us their <laughs> give us their short names after. These guys were stumbling over themselves trying to say, oh, Cedric Alexander with the big move. Oh, Shelton Benjamin with a counter. Oh, Cedric Alexander does this. Shelton Benjamin does this. Cedric Alexander does this. Like, how come at no point did they go, oh, so here's a big move from Cedric. Oh, here's a big move from Benjamin. Like, there, it's why not shorten it up? There was even a moment where one of them said Cedric Benjamin. And I'm like, you guys are confusing yourselves. <laughs> Stop saying their full names. I don't watch Randy Orton matches and go, Randy Orton does this. Randy Orton does this. Randy Orton does this. Like, you know, vintage Orton. You don't say vintage Randy Orton. Everything Randy Orton. Randy Orton does the suplex. Randy Orton DDT. <laughs> like, it just felt so silly. Like, it, it's a joke. It's almost like Jeff Chang from 21 and over. Like You even said it like, it felt so silly. Like, oh, God. Well, yeah. Like, and I'm going to do that for every wrestling match I watch. Rhea Ripley <laughs> does this. Rhea Ripley with an armbar. Rhea Ripley with a suplex. But, so now, silly. It makes sense when you come back from commercial break or something, you reset things. Yeah. Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre. But, you know, I, Tom Phillips is actually really good at commentating. Now that I'm dealing with these new this new Raw announced team, who has guys <laughs> that I like? I like Corey Graves. I like Byron Saxton. But I don't know if they're trying to help Adnan so much that they suck now. Like, hearing them constantly say, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander. It was driving me nuts. It took me out of the match. They had a good match. And I'm sitting there going, why are they talking like this? This is like, this is like fucking Gilmore Girls. You don't need to talk like this. It's like Dawson's Creek. You guys are in high school. You don't need to talk like this. I know <laughs> I hope Kevin heard the Gilmore Girls line by the way. So, it was a weird uh it was a weird segment. It was a good match. Shelton used his old finisher which I like more than the pay dirt. Uh, he should be using that more often. Oscar and Rhea Ripley, they had a match. Oscar did wrestle in the first match. So, this was kind of a Which one got on top though? They, dude, I hope they're both on top. Rhea Ripley won. So, Rhea wins. I think Charlotte, does Charlotte win the title? People are not happy with his new Charlotte Flair, Zach, because she's, you know, she's the queen. She's going to be put into the top spot no matter what. She might be winning the belt this Sunday at WrestleMania Backlash, the best five-syllable pay-per-view name ever. So I'm not sure if they're just setting all this up for Charlotte to pin Asuka or if Rhea is just going to pin Charlotte or if Rhea is going to pin Asuka. Either way, Asuka's not getting this belt back, Zach, so... So, um, wait, let's rewind a little bit because I got to get caught up. Sure. Lacey's just gone now, right, because she's pregnant? Pregnant, yeah. You can't wrestle while you're pregnant. Some athletic commission or some shit. And Ric Flair didn't put it in her, right? Not Ric. Ric Flair's almost <laughs> been – they, like, retcon Ric Flair and Charlotte because Charlotte even said, like <laughs> – she said on Raw, she said, like, my dad even called me to tell me something. I'm like, okay, so you and your dad are on good terms again. Good news, because now that Charlotte's a so bad. So who's Lacey actually having a child with? With her, with her husband. What do you mean? It's not not everything is storyline. Well, I know line. that, but who's her fucking husband? I don't know. Some some Johnny come lately. I don't even think he's some dude. He's not even a wrestler. He's in these like in the Marines some or something. Fucking something. wrestling podcast Let's guy. See. Lacey Evans' husband. Let's see what he looks like. What's his name? Give me everything about him. Oh, he's kind of a nerdy looking guy, actually. I I feel bad what? that we're. I feel Give bad that hope. I'm looking this up now. He just kind of yeah. He gives every man hope, all right? <laughs> you should. Everyone should feel confident now because she's married to 
Is he a UFC fighter? Who's this guy? Uh, Alfonso Estrella. Alfonso Estrella. I mean, look at this guy. He just looks like a guy. I don't know. Looks plain. Good for him. Is he? Did no. He, did he serve? The picture I'm looking at is rough. Did he serve or something? How did this guy do this? How did this guy? You, you and I are three levels above How this. How did this guy slay the dragon? Good for him. Uh, Lacey is having a child with this person. Child number two. So good for her. So proud of Alfonso Estrella. And, yeah, Macy Estrella. He's winning in life. Yeah. it's it, Dude, he did it. All right. Good for him. Monday Night Raw ended with Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, WrestleMania rematch. Kind of useless match. Uh, it was good. They, they, they were fighting. You know, it felt good. And then Strowman came out and fucked everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of awesome because, you know, I'm sitting there watching this match. Like, I feel like I've seen this a million times, you know, in the past couple of weeks. Just Drew fighting Bobby, announcers being annoying. And then when Strowman came out and started fucking people up again, I was like, where has this guy been at? Like, So what vehicle did he flip over? That's what I mean. They need to bring that Braun Strowman back where, hey, let's do something silly for Braun to do backstage where, like, <laughs> he's going to – Hey, let's bring an airplane down, and he He's like flip a yeah. limo on its side. I want him to rip a wing off a plane, like you know, like let's make him do that oh, kind that of that ambulance. Silly. It's fucked. Yeah, I want him to do that stuff again. So this kind of felt like that. He gave Bobby Lashley a power slam through the barricade, like he did some pretty kick-ass Braun Strowman shit. So it was awesome, a good way to end Raw. However, go home math. I don't know if this guy is one of the belt, you guys. It's Lashley or McIntyre's belt. I highly doubt that Braun Strowman is going to walk away from WrestleMania backlash with the title. I, I kind of think Bobby's going to keep it, but because this, this rivalry, this whole month has felt really bad. Like, and I think they just need to hit the refresh button and let Lashley keep the belt and we'll figure out something else for, for Drew to do for a minute. You notice what they did on, on SmackDown was uh, Bianca wins the belt. Sasha takes some time off, you know, because that way when Sasha comes back, it might be a little more believable that she could take the belt back off of uh, Bianca. But having Drew go right back into a thing with Bobby, it was just like, we just saw this. Can we? I know that the whole gimmick of WrestleMania backlash is that everything that happened at WrestleMania has a backlash. And it's supposed to be, <laughs> it's supposed to be built around rematches and unresolved tension from WrestleMania. I get it. But just the fact that Drew lost clean. And then he wins a triple threat match, and it's like, okay, I'm back. All right, I'm number one contender. Hope nobody forgot about me. So it kind of a useless way to 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 bring to bring him back into the fold on that. But either way, that's what so I'm, your gut feeling is Bobby retains because I love Bobby Lashley. Yeah, retain. keep him off the mic, but I fucking love Bobby Lashley. Bo well, you'll get sick of MVP talking backstage if you watch enough <laughs> Raw. So uh, Bobby re keeps the belt. My my not. That's my unofficial prediction for now, because tomorrow night, the whole effing show. Come on. The whole Let up. The whole effing show, I will make the, the official predictions will happen immediately following Dynamite with Kevin tomorrow. And uh, we even have TNA's Under Siege this weekend as well. I'll be in California, so I don't get to watch anything again. This is the second time I'm going to California, and TNA is having a pay-per-view. Like, what is happening? Do they look? Do they wait for me to leave? You go to California every other week now? I guess so. Well, I have a graduation to go to. like, So I, I, I recanted Graduation and a bachelor party. Yeah, well, I, I'm not staying for the bachelor party. I feel terrible, but I just can't go to Vegas right now. I feel terrible. I would love to go to this Vegas thing, but 
life's in the way, you know. I, gotta, I, gotta, I tried. I had to cancel a $700 trip oh. where I didn't get a refund on my $300 flight. See, you didn't even get a refund on the flight? No, Delta. There's no all flights. There's no refunds. You got to get that insurance. Book third you party. Can use it again. Book third party. Get insurance. I did through uh, Trovo. Trovo? Trivago? Sure. <laughs> Let's go to NXT, Zach. <laughs> we're almost done. We're almost on the go home. We're almost on the. We got a few more things. We got NXT. <laughs> TWFS said Trovo. Book your trip. Sonic <laughs> underscore Gino <laughs> says Frankie Drip Drip in ring debut in two weeks. Also in your house will be on June 13th with Todd Pettingle. That's a long ways away. I didn't realize it was over a month away. June 13th. Dude, you can't skip over Kevin. He cast a flight a spell. A flight on spell Trovo. on Trovo. Give me a flight. I need to get to Vegas. <laughs> Round trip, please, only. It didn't work. No, you're here. You're still in Utah, my friend. So Utah. I watched NXT on USA Network tonight. Um, How'd it go? You know what? It went pretty well. There was a moment where I took uh, Ralphie on a bike ride, and <laughs> I have Verizon, right? You, you know, Verizon, the world's largest network, blah, blah, blah. You can't watch fucking TV on a walk. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, sometimes I can watch my I can watch wrestling anywhere, anywhere and everywhere. I can watch wrestling, and for some reason, I get in the car. I get in the car. I get on the on. I get out with Ralph today on the bike, and I can't get USA app to work. I can't get watch wrestling to work. I can't get watch pro wrestling to work. Like all of these ways to watch wrestling suddenly no longer work. And then my wife sends me a picture message, right? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, what's this picture message? Verizon can't even download the fucking picture. It just says downloading, and it's like this little wheel slowly getting filled up, like slowly. So I, I almost called Verizon, but I, I think the call window went through. So I missed, like, 20 minutes of this show. And, of course, what do I miss? Uh, the match I wanted to see. I wanted to see Raquel Gonzalez, Mercedes Martinez. I caught, like, the last 10 minutes of it. But the show opens, Zach, with Karrion Cross versus Austin Theory. Karrion Cross is the NXT champion. He's bald. He's in, he's pretty buff, and he's got a hot wife with him. I don't even know if they're married. He's got Scarlet with him. She's like a goth character with, with huge breasts. She's great. ScarJo? Yeah, Black it, Widow? Sky, ScarJo is an ideology, not a person. So I don't know what you're talking about. Karrion Cross, and, and I wrote this down. Is he a good world champion? Now, here's what I mean by that, Zach. I watch NXT. The NXT champions are always really good in-ring wrestlers, like really good five-star matches from the Gar from the Johnny Garganos to the Tommaso Ciampas to the Aleister Blacks, Andrade, uh, Finn Balor, Adam Cole. All these guys are like cruiserweights that can have really, really good in-ring matches. I don't think Karrion Cross fits that bill like at all. Like I, I don't know what it is. Like I, I, it finally hit me tonight when I saw this guy come out into the ring. I just thought, what are we doing? How is this guy the champion? And so I wrote, I, I have here, he doesn't come off as a good, like, in-ring technician as the prior champions do. So then I even write, like, is he a babyface or a heel? Like, once again, I'm watching this. Like, Zach, I grew up in wrestling needs to have good guy, bad guy. That's how you're telling your basic storylines. Uh, NXT seems to be going for, like, a UFC kind of vibe where, like, <laughs> there's this gray area. Because even later in the night, we have Raquel Gonzalez versus Mercedes Martinez, two heels fighting each other. So we had like two heel versus heel matches where even if it's heel versus heel, both have like both all the wrestlers have moments of B 
being the babyface, having a big comeback in the match, trying to get the heel off of him. It, it's odd. Like, it really does feel like NXT is trying to blur that line of here's a good guy, here's a bad guy. Like, Kyle O'Reilly, even as cool Kyle, does kind of heelish shit when he's in the ring. Like, he looks like a bad guy a lot of the times. So, what do you have a preference, Zach? You're not even, a, like, a full-time wrestling fan. Do you, Would you rather have, like, a UFC where – Hey, look, everyone's just there. I'll, I'll decide for myself who's a good guy, who's a bad guy, who I like. You know, in our heads, we already know. I like Max Holloway. I don't like Volkanovsky, so I'm going to root for Holloway. <laughs> like, we're allowed to do that with the UFC. Do you think wrestling can make that transition? I don't, I don't know if they should. Like, the whole point, the best part of wrestling is they're telling a fucking story. It's, it's sports entertainment. It's not just sports. Well, you I know, mean, New, New Japan how is. How did you feel sport. about Stone Cold? Was Stone Cold was a good guy or a bad guy? Well, see, he was a when he was a good guy because he was fighting the most evil villain in the company, you know, Vince McMahon, and that's why it worked so well. Like, if you just had Austin without a foil, it really is like, is he a bad guy? What's he doing? Like, he's constantly driving vehicles into the ring, and the he, good guy, yeah, fucking sprayed people with milk hoses. They yeah. drank beers every match. He's. He's the anti-hero. And that's kind of and you and you can have an anti-hero when you have that ultra villain like a McMahon. Carrying Cross in my head is a villain. He's got a hot ass chick with him every match. She's wearing really tight leather. She's got really gorgeous that's just, breasts. That's just hater right She's got a, jealous. She's got a great face. I mean, doesn't make him a villain. You're just jealous. But that Jim Cornette says, "You got a hot chick, he's a heel." Like that's just that's just <laughs> logic. You bring a hot chick with you, guys are jealous. Guys want to boo you. We don't want this fucking guy around I mean, us at Triple all. Triple H was a heel with the ugly ass chick. Well, she, but she was also a heel. China. China. Well, yeah. Any maybe maybe any female. The China then. virus. As a guy, as a guy, anytime you see a female out there, you're like, boo! This is a man <laughs> sport. That's what they were trying to fix. Uh, I mean, she looked like a man though. Uh, MSK, the must see kids, the Stoner Boys. They had a match against Brizongo. Um, mm. This was a pretty fun match, Zach. There's this little Indian referee, and when I say is the Stoner Boys, where Riddle came from? No, that's not even connected at all. Mm. That's actually funny that you can. Um, wow. I found out Shotzi Blackheart, by the way, uh, she was on Tough Enough for a little bit. I found out she used to wrestle in California. Her name was like Miss High as Fuck. Like that was her name, like Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. High as Fuck or something like that. Because that's not gonna work in the big. She's place. also a Stoner wrestler. Yeah, she shows up, and her name is Ashley. When she gets to WWE. Does she kick off her sandals? Now she's Shotzi Blackheart. Prove to me honor is real. Sonic Gino just gave Proved $2. Honor is real. He sent me a YouTube video. I don't even have the Streamlabs donation. Oh, open. that's not going to happen. And we're going to have to see. Prove to me. There's honor no Gino real. YouTube videos tonight. Dude, well, who knows? See, we're on. We're also. got to go to sleep. We're also streaming live on YouTube. So there is a worry in my head that we can't play too much copywritten content. Because the folks at YouTube, the folks at Google have me on a short leash because we've already said, I think you just literally said China virus. And that's all it takes sometimes for them to <laughs> shut down a, a YouTube channel, even one with 200 followers like mine. I need to get a thousand followers, I guess. I guess that's like the limit. That's the line that you need to get to to be able to have super chats and shit. So I need to like cut clips, make videos one day, dude, but not today. Today's not that day. I got the video from Gino here. I hope it's not anything from Raw Talk because um, I hate Raw Talk, Zach. I don't know if you know what Raw Talk is, but it's terrible. Hello? 
Peacock commercial. TWFS uh, says Vladies is live every Wednesday on Tony Khan Lee.com. Whoa! Is that Kevin's new domain that Tony Khan killed Brody Lee? That's pretty good shit. I do have this pulled up, Gino. We can watch this in a sec. We, we can find a way to watch it for 10 seconds and then stop it. But um, Oni Lorkin hanging out with Pete Dunn. I love this guy. Oni Lorkin, by the way, looks like. Now he's. he. I watched some YouTube matches of his with Biff Busick. He was Biff Busick. Great name for a wrestler. Biff Busick. What a name, right? Now his name's Oni Lorkin. He's the king like of Back having, to the Future. He's the king yeah. of having a stupid name. So, yeah, Oni Lorkin now in, in NXT. He dresses like Stone Cold. He's American. He's from Boston. Uh, they're not using this guy correctly enough, right, Zach? This guy could be somebody way better than he is right now. I like that I saw him hanging out with Pete Dunne. I think that's still a good little unit to keep, keep him and Dunn hanging around. They were in that group with Pat McAfee. That makes sense. Um, let's see. Yeah, and I, I even – I took Ralphie on a bike ride. Didn't realize Verizon decided not to work, so I missed the first <laughs> half of the women's match. When I got home, Mercedes Martinez hit a gnarly neckbreaker on Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez is six foot tall. You can't teach that. She's super hot in my opinion. She's she's you know if we're gonna judge bodies, sure she's a little flat chested, but I just love her face. I I can't describe it, Zach. I love everything about her. She flexes her back, and I'm in. So she uh, she has a match with Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez, in her forties, maybe late thirties, kind of in the twilight of her wrestling career. She never wrestled in WWE. She finally shows up in like a May Young Classic, and everybody was like popped, like holy shit. I think she showed up in a Royal Rumble, and people were like, no way. Mercedes Martinez is finally in WWE. She's just kind of here now. She's not going to win any titles. And she lost this match tonight. But what a match. Like, Raquel Gonzalez, this women's division on NXT is so good, Zach. Like, we make fun of women's wrestling on every other brand. This is so good. It's so outstanding. Again, heel versus heel. Both women showed signs of being a babyface. At the end of the match, like, the crowd kind of doesn't know what to do. So it's just kind of a fun it feels like a real fight environment when you have these matches with no baby face or no heel. So now here's what Gino sent us, Zach. He sent us Isaiah Swerve Scott. He has a new little faction. Now Isaiah Swerve Scott is uh, a sleeper of a wrestler. I really enjoy. I took (laughs) notice of him at NXT takeover stand and deliver. He was in a gauntlet match where you thought there was no way he was going to win it. He made They're it. They're wearing a gauntlet like on their hand. He was wearing a yeah. He was wearing a a gauntlet like uh, Thanos. The Infinity Stones. He had the Infinity Stones. He's also a rapper, and okay. he's debuted like kind of this new gimmick where he's a rapper. He has an entourage, and it works. Now here's the thing. I even hear like uh, they have like their own Jade Cargill now in NXT. You know who Jade Cargill is, Zach. Of course, but if you want to explain it to me, I'd be down. That'd be great. Jade Cargill is a buff, <laughs> super in shape black chick. Very good in the ring, great on the mic. Uh, we can't get enough of her. We we don't like AEW sometimes when we don't get enough Jade Cargill. But give me a preview here. Let's go here. Let's take a look at the new Jade Cargill. Her name is. Br- I can't. I can't ever trust Vleety's judgment. Brianna Brandy. Taste. Do you want to see? Oh, do you want me to bring up Jade Cargill real quick? Let's bring it. Sure. Jay Cargill. She's great. I don't know how you don't even. Can she get it? She can get it. Oh, hands down. She's. She thinks <laughs> she already has a kid, but <laughs> she can still get it. If she wants more, she can get them. She's from allowed. Brian Let's take a look at uh, 
what's her name? Bianca Brandy or whatever her name is. Swerve is disrespectful. Swerve. <laughs> this part was kind of annoying. Like, um, oh, here. You're talking about the girl with the white hair? So here's Jay Cargill on the screen right now. Uh, bikini pics, buff pics. She just looks great. That's a dude. Beautiful face, beautiful body. Soon to be all elite wrestling <laughs> women's champion. So Yeah, this is why you and I have completely opposite tastes. Wait, I married a woman of color, right? We all know how it all ended up. <laughs> so uh, this guy right here, this big dude with like the bucket hat on. But by the way, Zach, there's this guy at my gym who works out in a bucket hat. Bucket hat slap, bro. At the gym? Anywhere they oh slap. Oh my gosh! You're if somebody's wearing a bucket hat, their confidence level is ten thousand. It must be the highest because he looks like an idiot. He looks like yeah. He like if if I told a blind person to draw an asshole, they would draw the guy in the bucket <laughs> hat. Like it's it's the most ridiculous look I've ever seen. When you show up to the gym wearing like a cut off shirt, basketball shorts, Jordans, and a bucket hat. I'm like, are you just the walking picture of a douchebag? Like, I mean, it literally. You're not wrong. Like, it's just the most ridiculous look I've ever seen in my life. Like, I'm okay. But like, if you're if you're in Florida, like the bucket hat goes hard. The, oh, oh, Kevin just gifted Ew, us up. What? Ew. is now a subscriber. He can now do exclamation point TTS and let me know about his favorite bucket hat moment. But this guy in the bucket hat in the ring, I'm okay with. He's like, you know, he's got a vest on. He's already wearing the vest. He's already looking kind of douchey. He's wearing a shirt that says something ridiculous. I don't even remember what it says. But this little group, they're pretty cute, Zach. Swerve is a dangerous man. Swerve is dangerous. That's the way Swerve's been thinking. I think this chick's so hot. You don't think this chick's hot? I was watching this with my tongue hanging out of my mouth. For the last six <laughs> months. So it only seemed right that I go recruit some people that think the same way that I do. So yeah, so Swerve Scott is... JT says my favorite Buckethead moment was when that guy put a real bucket on his head. That's true. Remember Buckethead? They were a band putting helmets on, putting buckets on their heads, doing it right. Um, the guy's shirt says by any means necessary, but Swerve Scott has been... Uh, he, he's been mixing it up. He's, he, he's getting better on the mic. He's obviously a rapper. He's great on the mic. This promo is hilarious, by the way, because they do all take turns rapping, which is a little <laughs> silly. Like, let me see if I can pull up. Uh, let's fast forward to when the big dude starts rapping, because I had no idea who this guy was. I saw him last week interfere in the match with Leon Ruff, but he shows up. He's from some A&E show called, like, Lost Treasures or some shit. Go ahead and tell him why they call you Top Dollar, dog. Well, by the way, his wrestling name is Top Dollar, which is stupid, but. From the NFL. To A&E, to Double XL Magazine, to NXT on USA, I make top dollar every day. Mm. <laughs> that's pretty dropping motherfucker. That's pretty terrible. I mean, obviously it's pretty terrible. But I love that they all cut a little rap promo. Like it was really silly. So Ashanti the Adonis also gets in on the fun. He's not a very good rapper though, so they might have told him, "Don't rap. Do not rap." I got three rules. Let him know. First of all. The details is crucial. Let him know. Second of all, for podcasters, this guy's wearing red overalls like he's fucking Mario. Like it's the not. Least. It's not. I mean, it's almost like an apron. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a butcher. Like it looks terrible. <laughs> I don't know why he's wearing this and bragging about it. Try me. 
you gotta proceed with, with caution. a plain white and check long sleeve When you t-shirt. come around us, dog, yeah. or you might get world star. You might get world star. I don't even know what world that. Star, motherfucker. Like, I know what world star is, but that didn't even rhyme. Like I don't know what their idea was with, with this guy. Like they, and they barely let him talk. So Ashanti the Adonis, who I have seen on episodes of Two Hundred Five Live, I was expecting a little bit more out of this guy. Unfortunately, I had to. This is what I got. I didn't get what I wanted. Uh, now, this chick, this this girl owns the show, owns the mic, <laughs> love it, tongue hanging out, Zach. Exactly why they call me B Fab. Oh, her name is B Fab. Okay, now Gino said that in the chat. I was like, did he just make that up? That's lame. But B Fab is her wrestling name. Her name is Brianna Brianna Brandy. I guess is her real name. She's the dime who makes the deal, Zach. I don't know if you know who she is. Okay. But this chick's got great legs. She's got great arms. She's got a bright future. Season. <laughs> I see. Because ah, be fab. Let them know. <laughs> that was pretty. That was pretty terrible. I hated that moment. They call me be fab. You know why? Cause I be fab. Well, get the, oh, real. Wow. Real fucking clever. Why don't you say? Oh, you know why they call fine. me be fab? Cause I'm the realest bitch in the room. Like I don't know. You know why they call me Vleeties? Cause my last name is Ryan Van Fleet. Yeah. You know why they call me Vleeties? Cause I'm Vleeties. Like yeah, good story. Unlucky I'm Geezy. Cause my last name's Geezy. You're Geezy. We're all Geezy. That's not all. You know why they call me Isaiah Swerve Scott? Cause I am Isaiah Swerve Scott. Swerve. I get him. Swerve Scott. Wrapped on tour with Juicy J. Juicy what? J. Got them dripping like wet paint. Name dropping. Juicy like wet paint. For season, I could have stayed, Ooh. but Swerve said he needed a mind. He needed a mind. So I didn't mind. Bars. The dime. No, I kind of hate these yappers <laughs> in the background. Bars. Who makes the deals? The diamond like makes last the deals. With Leon Ruff. <laughs> Who? That's oh. a done. Deal. See, oh. B put money on that boy's head, so I dropped him on it. <laughs> so uh, that's all well and good. We having fun here. But uh, NXT Universe, take a look at what you see. Yeah, in the so this is Hit Row. This is their new little. Can you pause this? Can Finn Balor just come out and wreck all these fucking people? That's the best part of NXT is when that happens, when Finn Balor shows up. Let the demon up. come out. Just fucking ruin it. I need more B-Fab. I don't like that she's hanging out with these dudes. She, we need more of her in the, in the, as the singles. Yeah, put her with Finn. I'm excited to see this faction, though. I like Isaiah Swerve Scott. Like I said, he had a great line, by the way, that it wasn't in that clip. But when he was walking out to the ring, he was like, it's about to get spooky up in here. Like it's, he said <laughs> some he said some weird thing. Like I was just like, what is he talking about? Like spooky. What are they, monster? Are they coming out in costume? <laughs> like it was like Casper the ghost. Like Casper the ghost, bro. It was really awkward. Uh, and then also on the show, Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase had another fun segment. Really enjoyed that. Uh, main event, two out of three falls match. Cruiserweight championship on the line. Kushida not losing that belt anytime soon. Now, here's my favorite thing about this match, Zach. Like the past two weeks, three weeks even, I think, they every segment with Santos Escobar has been uh, has been terrible. Like the, the ratings have been terrible. Like, people stop watching when Santos Escobar gets in that ring, right? And they've been main eventing with this guy. They're presenting this Cruiserweight title like it's a main event title. So, sure, let's do that. Let's put that out there. And, however, uh, <laughs> Gino's saying that I forgot Oni Lorcan versus whoever. Uh, no, I, I remembered <laughs> it. I saw it. Yeah, he's saying Pete versus Leon Ruff, Pete Dunn, and then Oni versus Kyle. 
I, oh, that's right. I didn't write down the Oni Kyle one. I remember the Pete Leon one. Cool Kyle sucks, everybody. Um, I was a little annoyed by <laughs> he doesn't look in shape. Can I be the hundredth person to make that comment? Um, cool Kyle comes out wearing blue undies and blue boots and like it almost looks like he has cellulite, Zach. It was just weird. I just felt awkward watching this guy. Bobby Fish cellulite on a man. Yeah, and then Bobby Fish came out, his old tag team partner, and was like, Hey, Kyle. Uh, I know you got your own shit going on. I got my own shit going on. I'll see you around, buddy. It was kind of a weird moment. Like, you know, Bobby Fish came out to make the save, but he was unappreciated in his efforts. It just makes sense to just have Oni and Pete have a rivalry with Bobby and Kyle anyway. Like, I don't see what anyone, if any four of them have nothing going on. Let's keep them all paired up. And as far as the other match, uh, the, the Pete versus Leon match, squash matches, nah, we're good. Pete won. We all get it. Um, but that the, the main event was okay. It was, it was, you know, it was good. I liked it. I was watching it here as we were setting up. And I liked it. But, again, like I said to you before we started, two out of three falls matches kind of suck when the first fall, the challenger gets the fall. Because now yeah. the challenger can just say, hey, look, I would have been the champion. So I don't think this rivalry is over by any stretch. So I think we're going to get more from Kushida and Santos Escobar. And I'm serious. I think we need to move on. This Cruiserweight division, we need to bring in guys like Mustafa Ali and Ricochet and Buddy Murphy, these guys that are on the main roster who aren't doing anything. They would benefit from challenging for this championship. And I don't know why we don't see more of that. I don't know why 205 Live isn't like some sort of oasis where everyone can go and fight for the Cruiserweight titles, Zach. It seems like to me Ricochet is on another level if you're just talking about those guys. True. Like Mustafa's there, but Ricochet will go 15 feet off the fucking top rope and do work. And I would like to see him be used a little bit more, but uh, and that's why I think that, that Cruiserweight title means a little bit more on that main roster. It mean, like They need it. Like The reason it worked in WCW was it kind of opened all the shows. It was like this unwritten rule and agreement that, hey, the Cruiserweights are going to have a really good match to get the fucking thing going. Like I remember, I think it was Road Wild 96 or some useless pay-per-view. It opened with, like, Rey Mysterio and Ultimo Dragon. They had a great little, like, 15-minute match. And then I remember the rest of the show sucked. But it was, like, it opened, like, on fire, cruiserweight title. Guys want to fight for it. Rey Mysterio, Ultimo Dragon, classic matchup. Like, that Mustafa Ali ricochet feud could be for a cruiserweight title. And I remember they had the cruiserweight title on Raw, and they didn't really do anything with it. They didn't know what to do. They just put them in the cut segments from Hulu Raw. So I don't know where they where where they came from with that, but Bobby Fish is back. That's pretty cool. I'm interested to see what he's gonna do. I miss Roderick Strong. I miss Adam Cole. It's like Undisputed Era broke up, and all we got left was all we got left was Kyle O'Reilly, who is slowly getting bigger and bigger in the gut area. So let's Zach. We're almost done. Let's make our predictions for tomorrow night and Thursday night's let's. events fucking do it. I'm going to get your takes on these as well. Ladies and gentlemen, Impact Wrestling will emanate from the Impact Wrestling Studios on Thursday. So, And I know it's already recorded. They recorded all these matches like three weeks ago. So Sammy Callahan, Chris Bay, and Moose. These are the three heels that have qualified for the six-man match at Under Siege. They're taking on the good guys for the match at Under Siege. Matt Cardona, formerly Zack Ryder. Trey Miguel, who's dating Alicia Atut. What an accomplishment. And Chris Saban, 
uh, member of the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, Moose, by the way, big black dude, should be the champion already, not the champion for some reason. Chris Bay, kind of reminds me of Isaiah Swerve Scott, awesome wrestler. Sammy Callahan, could be great, kind of got fat when he left WWE. Uh, hardcore deathmatch wrestler. Uh, dyes his hair so black it sucks. And <laughs> and when he gets now and when he gets knocked out, Zach, or when he gets like laid out in the ring, it really frustrates me because he he fixes his vest. Like he knows he's fat, so he's like, oh, I don't want my gut to hang out of my vest. I gotta pull it down. Like, <laughs> oh my gut to hang out of my yeah, vest. I'm knocked out, but I can still fix my vest. I don't want to be I don't want to be seen on TV with my gut hanging out. So yeah, that 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 really annoys me. We're building towards under siege. Now, my thought, my theory is Moose needs to fight Kenny Omega, at whether it's against all odds or Slammiversary. However, Moose is rumored to be done with the company in June. So there's a strong possibility that he does not even win this match at under siege uh, because he's leaving. Now, Kenny could defend the title in June and Moose wins the belt. That makes total sense. Or Moose is going to leave and go to AEW and be a full-timer over there. Or he's going to go to WWE. Maybe they've expressed maybe they've expressed interest in him as well. So who knows? Uh, but so are these names backwards? Where Callahan's all the way in the left, Bay is in the middle. Yep. Moose is the big black dude. Yep. Bob, big black dude. Yep. But then on the other side, Saban is the dude who has chest hair down to his groin. No, Saban is the dude. On the far All the right, way in with the fucking pistol he's, in his hand. Yeah, Motor City machine guns, bro. Holy shit! Beer guns. He's holding up that pistol, my friend. He is Chris Saban. He is a former Impact Wrestling champion. All right, this match has two former Impact Wrestling champions. All right, and they're both on the ends, so they're both kind of the forgotten ones in the graphic. Just bookend it with former champions. Everyone else in the middle, whatever. Moose is kind of a TNA world, a former TNA world champion, but. They just recognize that title to, to appease him. So, yeah, Moose is the strong black man in the middle here, and I think he's going to win this match on impact because I think one of these baby faces is going to win the match at Under Siege. Yeah, I'm going – I agree. The left-hand side team – I know that's very specific, but <laughs> the, they yeah. look like they're going to take it hard. Go home math for me. Just I need to have heels win tonight. And then I can have my baby faces win at the pay-per-view. So, and we'll see. I don't know if I'm picking Saban, Miguel, or Cardona, who, yeah, has a lot of body hair for this picture. He really decided to go all out on that body hair. I'd say shave that tummy. Yeah. Shave that tummy, oil up the gut, my friend. Oil it up, show up your six-pack. It looks oiled up with the hair is the problem. That's weird. It's like stuck to him. Machine Gun Carl Anderson, one half of the Good Brothers. He's bald. He's going to have Doc Gallows in his corner, and he's going to have – AEW and Impact Champion Kenny Omega. So this is Zach. They're building this rivalry up. The Good Brothers lost their tag team titles to Finn Juice. Um, and now I know that's the worst name of a tag team I've ever said in my life. David Finley, the son of Fit Finley, uh, the Fighting Irishman, uh, and Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson sucks. Don't worry about him. No need to describe him. Um, so they're going to be. They, they've been doing like trading off one on one matches and just kind of getting us ready for. The next time we finally get to see the the Good Brothers get their championship rematch, because they lost a, they lost their rematch for no reason at Rebellion. So Carl Anderson, another win over. He's gonna beat David Finley because this is the singles nonsense. Kenny Omega's involved. This is the perfect opportunity to have Carl Anderson get another win because these guys need to win these fucking belts back. They they look so stupid without him, Zach. 
I 1000% agree. I see Kenny in the background with his belt. So what belt is this for? These so Carl Anderson. So if you look at Finley on on our right, he's got a belt around his waist. It says the Impact Tag Team Titles. So David Finley and Finn and Juice Robinson. The wait, guy. Wait. He's got the Impact Tag Team Titles. They're one on one wrestling for the tag team. No, title? no, no. There's no. This is a non-title affair, right? <laughs> You're gonna see that title on the line, probably at against all odds or at Slammiversary. Somewhere there will be a title match, but. This is a one-on-one. That's why it's useless. We just want to see the tag team titles on the line every well, I'm week. I'm just going Carl Anderson because he's wearing a beer ski fucking hat. He's got his beer ski hat on. That's their gimmick. They always say ski. They're cute. They're fun. <laughs> Let's move on because we have Havoc. She's a big lady, my friend. She's big in the community. She's from Defiance, Ohio. Cool-ass name for a town. Uh, she lost her tag team partner, Nevea, and now she's on her own. Havoc and Nevea was a great team, but Nevea had to leave because her husband got let go oh my husband oh i'm gonna leave so havoc is now left without a tag team partner and she's gonna be fighting <laughs> rosemary who i cannot stand rosemary uh, named after like rosemary's baby she's like a demonic character she paints her face she's crazy she's wacky she's terrible um however i have many problems with this picture however rosemary's gonna win rosemary is going to win she's going to beat havoc because people see something in Rosemary that I have not seen in my five years of being exposed to her. What are you thinking, Zach? Is it Havoc? Based on size, Havoc wins. Based on wit and cheating and green mist, Rosemary's going to win. So I'm just upset with Havoc's fucking photoshopped mask on her side <laughs> of the picture. Uh, man, Rosemary, I, I don't disagree. Looks like she'll do work, but... Um, Man, it's odd. I just thought of in middle school, there was this magazine where Havoc was just, it was like the uh, maxim of like hardcore shit. So I'm, I'm down with Havoc. <laughs> like, but that, it's just that Photoshop fucking mask that's killing me. It doesn't look good, but she can get it, she can get it done in the ring. I like Havoc. I think they, any of them can get it. Let's just put that they out. Ca- they can use her a lot better in Impact. She can be the top of their women's division. She's lost a lot of weight, in my opinion, since I last saw her. Not last saw her when I first saw her. Like when they, <laughs> when she was first coming in Impact, I was kind of on my way out of watching Impact back in like 2014, 15, and I just thought like, all right, whatever. They they, they want to get a Nia Jax or somebody oh, bigger. She lost in a lot of weight in six years. Yeah, so much, dude. So much progress. She looks great now. I want her to win, but Rosemary's going to win. They like Rosemary. Rosemary's going to cheat to win, and they're going to be like, well, she's still a good guy. Terrible. <laughs> um, X Division scramble match. I am pumped up for this one, Zach, and I don't know who any of these fucking guys are. But Petey Williams, Maple Leaf Muscle, the Canadian Destroyer, the guy on the far left for everyone watching along on Twitch or Trovo or YouTube. Uh, El Phantasmo from New Japan. He sucks. This guy sucks, Zach. He he literally just mimics other people from New Japan. He comes out doing the Shinsuke Nakamura hand motion. He does the Styles Clash as like a finishing move. He sucks. He <laughs> he, he's, he has a loaded boot. Like his gimmick is he has like a rock in his boot. So at one point in the match, he'll he'll start shaking his boot to get the rock to go to like his toe, and he'll do a super kick. It's the he sucks. I can't. I don't know. I don't get the appeal at all. 
So um, what is this visual? I'm looking at seven guys on the screen. Yeah. The scary dude in the far back. free for all. Yeah. So the scary dude in the far back is just, he's a manager of Austin, of Ace Austin. <laughs> so all these, all these six guys are going to be competing for a shot at the X division championship. Uh, TJP, one of my favorites. He sent me a cameo. Ace Austin, one of my favorites. He sent me a cameo. AC Romero, I cannot stand him. I don't know how he's still here. He seemed like one of those guys they signed because he was making some waves on the indies, but I thought he wouldn't last very long. I thought for sure. See the guy with the shutter shades with the spikes on top? No, that's El Fantasmo. That guy sucks. Oh, no. Don't worry about El Fantasmo. He's the worst. <laughs> uh, Rohit Raju, he's pretty awesome. Rohit Raju is going to be in this match as well. I'm sure Shiro is going to be involved. Uh, as far as someone getting a title shot at Under Siege, I know they're really excited about El Phantasmo being in their company since he's, he's an NJPW guy. So I'm assuming he's going to get the big win here just so they can have him versus Alexander at Under Siege. And maybe that'll get some more subscribers to Impact Plus. Because uh, Impact Plus, Zach, is like their WWE network. That's their peacock. It's it's $2 cheaper. And you get one you get one event a month, just like WWE. Yeah, but Peacock's got much more on there. Dude, it's got Despicable Me on there. It's great. My Peacock. Cock, cock. It's got it all on there. Who do you think's going to win, Zach? The Canadian? The guy who works in Japan? The Indian guy? Ace Austin with purple hair? Thinks he's Gambit? Uh, AC Romero, 400 pounds for some reason fighting in the X Division? Or TJP <laughs> from Los Angeles? I'm going to go with the uh, Ace dude with the card in his mouth just because he's in the front of the promo. Dude, and he gives people a paper cut with that card. It's, it's just awesome. marketing. Yeah, marketing-wise. You know I got these scars. Yeah, you got to give it to them. Let's run through <laughs> AEW real quick. Uh, this is the finale, everybody. Get, get your popcorn out. Put it away. Uh, the Young Bucks, <laughs> tag team champions against SCU. If, SCU. if they lose, they break up. So I'm picking the Young Bucks. A lot of people are already pre- uh, predicting some sort of a schmoz. Or like the young are they from India? What's with those headbands? They are from Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> uh, and I swear, I swear that's where they're from. They're just the worst. Uh, and, you know, whatever. that's Kyle Jackson in the middle there. Uh, do you remember when we super kicked you right in the face? <laughs> like, that's him. We saw him here, okay? So the Young Bucks clearly, you know, they're, they're heel tag team. They're a heel tag team now. They're, they're still – they're just annoying. They're over the top and – it to, like it to, for me, it's go away heat. Like I, this is a very I love Kazarian and Daniels. The only reason I'm gonna watch this shit, um, the Young Bucks with their headbands are so silly because they even talked about like when they turn heel, we're gonna get rid of the tassels. No, they just move the tassels from their boots to their headbands. They look fucking stupid. Uh, however, I think that Daniels is is past the wrestling part of his career. I think he's gonna lose this match, and I think it's gonna allow Kazarian to move on to other things in AEW. So uh, this will be a good match, though. I'm excited to see it. What do you think, Zach? Does Rancho Cucamonga beat the guys uh, SoCal Uncensored this whole, this whole match in Southern California? Absolutely not. The SCU is not fucking around in this picture. <laughs> they look dead serious. Christopher <laughs> Daniels, arms crossed, is ready to roll. Uh, our girl, Jade Cargill, your favorite, super hot. She's going to have an interview with Tony Schiavone. I'm hoping that we get to see her. Because it feels like they, she had a big debut with Shaquille O'Neal. And she had a match with Red Velvet. And it's been like a month. And they don't really know what to do with her. They teased about giving her a manager. Even though she clearly doesn't need a manager. So I'm not sure what their idea is on what they're going to do with her. 
But they need to figure out something. So we're going to see an interview with Tony Schiavone tomorrow night. The coronation. The idea is get rid of her because she's repulsive. So good. So good. So hot. Can't wait. <laughs> most excited. Most exciting. She's got more muscles than you and me put together. And that's a good thing because she's a wrestler. Uh, the Pinnacle has their coronation ceremony tomorrow. Kind of annoying. Kind of stupid. Uh, they can come out and cut cut more promos. Retaliation says Cargill is just eye candy. No, she's not. She's a great in-ring tactician. I don't want to keep dragging. She's an outstanding in-ring <laughs> tactician, everybody. Um, but we will see. Tactician. Yeah, tactician. She's going to be great. Nobody needs to worry about that. Totally fake. Let's see. Click here to reload player. Oh, it looks like the video. I don't even know what that means. I tried to go into my Twitch. I'm not sure if it's working right now. The trailer seems to still be on, which is fine. That's that's all that matters, right? So let's take another look. Let's go to the next thing. This is annoying, Zach. You don't watch this show. I watch it. This is stupid. Why would you have a number one contender in Hangman Page for like two months, and then he loses one match? He never got um, copyrights your channel. Uh oh. Oh no, we're canceled. Gino. You have one copyright strike on your channel. This is my Twitch channel. So, yeah, it looks like the NXT video got us stricken from Twitch. That didn't take long at all. They were real quick to fucking hop on that. I was going to ask you over under, and I thought I was going to go YouTube over Twitch. I thought so. Hey, I haven't even checked YouTube. Maybe YouTube is just as bad. <laughs> We've been dead for Yeah, hours. we haven't even been on there. I mean, it could be. I am a, No, we're still live on YouTube. So, yeah, YouTube seems to be working just bad. Right. We've been dead. So, yeah, that's, that's interesting, though, that. Um, fucking Gino. Yeah. <laughs> well, that Twitch was just so quick to fucking throw the hammer down. Unless unless that's from another time, but I don't know why the, the Twitch the Twitch channel, I don't know why that one would, would not be working right now. Because um, we got banned. Yeah, we got banned. So, yeah, Twitch, Twitch might be dead forever. Although we got bits tonight. That's what's frustrating. We got bits. We got follows on <laughs> Twitch. Like, that's what's frustrating is, like, yeah, I would like to leave Twitch. But pff, people are still coming. So Orange Cassidy versus Pac. Uh, this match is frustrating because, yeah, it should be Hangman Page. But, hey, we got a pay-per-view coming up. Let's completely ignore that one guy was number one for so long and just put these fucking guys. Um, Orange so Cassidy. Did, did they move to, like, a w, uh, UFC ranking system, like number one versus number they're, two? They're trying to do that like they say they're doing that but they're not doing that like they they it's it's weird like it, it's popular opinion like they're saying that they're doing that like they, they really are trying to make it seem like oh when you win matches you move up in the rankings and like that's their kind of that's what they believe they're doing but here's the problem when you have a number one contender for six or seven weeks <laughs> what's the point of being number one contender like, you, you should be in line to get a title match at some point, right? Like, that's what you would think would happen. If you're if you're the champion for this long, you should absolutely be getting a, a championship match at some point. So, I don't know where – I don't know why that, that didn't work out for Hangman Page. He didn't get his title match ever. So, yeah, I thought it was <laughs> a little weird. And then the same thing with the women's division. They'll have, a, they'll have a female be number one contender for weeks, and they'll have – Hikaru Shida has only wrestled three times this year, and they have women that have to wrestle 12 times to become the number one contender. Like, it's just weird the way that they've set up their ranking system. SCU has been number one contenders for like months as well, and 
they had to earn. They had to fail a four-way match to see who was going to be the number one contender tonight or tomorrow night. It's stupid. You gotta fucking earn it. Yeah, it's weird. I think that Orange Cassidy beats Pac. They kind of teased it. Orange Cassidy's a fun wrestler. Just have him come out and lose to Kenny Omega on pay-per-view. I think that makes sense. Or do some sort. No, he's the he's the number one contender. He's not the champion. No, he's number one contender, which means he's number one in the ranking. And see, even in UFC, like they don't they don't go number one versus number two. It's like three versus seven. You got to mix it up. Well, and even with this one, it is kind of annoying. Like, like I, I didn't realize these guys were one and two. Like you know, because Hangman Page <laughs> was one for so long, and then it felt like Brian Cage was right behind him as well. So they had these guys that were one and two, and then I got to know where it was like, nope, those guys are not one and two. These are the new one and two, like right before the pay-per-view. It's weird. So well, did Orange Cassidy, he's number one. Did he have a chance against the champion? Or they're just fucking him before he ever gets chance? Yeah, he's, they're fucking him. He has to beat Pac. So one more match, even though you're already number one, you have yeah. to you have to take one more match, and then you can get your shot. At, at uh, at the champion. So yeah, it is it is a little bass backwards the way they set the whole thing up. Like, I'm not sure why that's the way that they do it. So I wonder if my Twitch channel got shut down. I'm still trying to like figure it out, like why why it stopped. Like it makes no sense. I keep clicking it and I get video download was canceled. Yeah. Please try again. Like I'm just going through. Did I get your ban? Did I get an email? It's over. It's all done. Uh, yeah. Did I get an email from Twitch? Like saying, hey, by the way, you're live. Your Twitch but. account. I mean, I logged in successfully. Like that worked out. So, but yeah, there's, a, yeah, it says I'm live, but for some reason the stream just isn't going through for some reason. So, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know what's happening, but I want to just keep figuring it out while we're live, because I have no idea. I got a new subscriber on YouTube, which is always cool, but Sick. I, but I don't know why. Twitch is not working anymore. Like that's the odd one to me because it even says that it's working on. On it shows like the uh, the live time is still counting. It shows three hours and sixteen minutes. Yeah, exactly. But the live stream is just dead. It's just gone. Yeah, I don't know why it's not working. Maybe it's a Twitch issue. Silence the truth. We're live on everything else. Uh, Orange Cassidy wins. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I hate that match. Miro wins the TNT Championship from Dobby. Mi- no fucking way, Miro, bro. Miro's a big fucking Is hoss. Dobby from Boston? Dobby's from Seattle. He's a fucking emo kid. He's, oh, it's kind of close, yeah, but he, not. He comes out to fucking Danzig music. Whoa, not even Danzig. Don't, he comes out don't to, talk shit about Danzig. He comes out bro. to social distortion is what he comes out to. He's terrible. Mm, Mir- totally different. Miro wins the belt. Can't wait. Darby has been the champion. He's been having matches in the main event every week. Putting the so women stings, down. Uh, apostle, what's going on here? Yeah, he's like stings. They're both hooligans. They're friends. They're hooligans. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> quickly says, don't put social distortion down like that. I was jamming to social distortion today. That's the only reason they were in my head. Take away, fucking Danzig. Take ever. away this ball and chain. I was rocking out hard. They, they got some bangers. They're like Danzig. They both have five good songs. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> You're like, oh, I just yeah, burn them. Yeah, move on. Let's just skip over that one. John Moxley defends the IWGP, the International Wrestling Grand Prix United States Heavyweight Championship. Against, what does that even mean, bro? I don't know. I don't know what it means. Uh, Yuji Nagata 
from New Japan Pro Wrestling. This is a New Japan Pro Wrestling match, Zach. It's on TNT. It's on. I like this promo altogether. Like, this looks like a good match. These guys look like they're going to fucking go for it. John Moxley's a little crazy. Uh, The other guy, he's confident. He's Japanese, and he's about to do fucking work. It's going to be a fucking barn burner, but John Moxley's got to keep his belt. John Moxley's like the... He is the perfect United States heavyweight champion for New Japan. Unless they're trying to get out of their relationship with All Elite Wrestling and just put that belt on Yuji. But I think Moxley keeps the belt. Uh, some of their promos leading up to this have been pretty good. Like on YouTube, I watched one and I was like, all right. All right, I'll check this match out. <laughs> but I think Moxley's going to beat Yuji Nagata. I think there's no question that uh, that we need to see John Moxley win this. And Quigley brings up a great point. Yuji Nagata. That'll put the butts in the seats. Yeah, right. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody's traveling to Daly's place to watch Yuji Nagata win. They're just watching Moxley's successful title defense. I 1,000% agree. I don't know either of these guys, but looking at him, I, it, that's just crazy look on John Moxley. It's like, I'm not giving this fucking belt up. I don't, get, I don't give a fuck who you are. We beat you in World War II. Why would you ever beat me? Yeah, never <laughs> World War Two. Yeah, I'm sure that's all. Yeah, I'm sure that's all they brought up in the promo was, uh, was World War Two. Talking about the midway. Whatever. Uh, uh, all Elite Wrestling will be in Texas, July 21st. I might be going to this, Zach. It does say tickets start at 30 bucks, which seems really fucking greedy to me. I better not go. And they watch. They make me watch the first hour on a television screen, and then they <laughs> they have the main event in a double cage. Like I don't want to see any of that shit. They better do it. They better do it right. So I'm hoping that that's what we get. We get, uh, we uh, we get a good. You get a full show because they they record Dark Elevation and all that other shit as well. So the show starts early. I mean, they say it starts at 6 p.m. So it'll probably end at 10 or 11. So I'm gonna get a lot of wrestling in my system that night. So I'm excited. I'll probably be there, Zach. No fusion news. That means you and I, my friend, we are done. We did it. Marathon stream. Three hours. Twitch quit. Let me refresh it to see if it changed. <laughs> no, nope, quit. Did it change? It's not refreshing. Still there. I mean, I wonder why it's not working. I wanted. I want you to tell me why in internet. Like, where did it? Where I did? I have to tell you. Fuck them. Where did it tell me about? Because it did say something about copyrights on my channel, and I was like, did, I, <laughs> did you? Sh-? But it doesn't say that it shut my channel down. Like, it doesn't say that. So I don't know why Twitch is the only one that's having fucking issues here. Like, if anything, they should be on board. Video producer notice. If co- YouTube is live and Twitch is not, you got a problem. I know. That's what I mean. Like, they're saying copyrights. Where are the copyright issues on my channel? Like, it doesn't say it. Like, if my video was shut down for copyright, I would like you to tell me where it happened because I've had my channel, I mean, obviously when the AEW thing happened, unless this is what they're telling me that it's from, <laughs> is it from is it from the AEW time? Because that was forever ago. So maybe that's what it means because it's even showing up on this one too. So I'm not seeing this big issue. I'm not seeing what happened. And maybe just Twitch is just a piece of shit. It didn't work. So either way, Zach, I think we covered it all, my friend. I'm exhausted. It's way past my bedtime. So I will be back tomorrow for the whole fucking show with Kevin Scampoli. We gotta talk Dynamite. We gotta talk WrestleMania Backlash. Worst name for a pay-per-view ever. Gotta talk WrestleMania Backlash. 
And then, Zach, you and I, we're back on Thursday. We are back on Thursday, my friend. We're going to talk some more uh, NFL. Hopefully there's some developments in the Aaron Rodgers case, in the Deshaun Watson case. Hopefully we get some answers because, yeah, it really feels like all that shit dropped and it's been quiet ever since. So we need some news. I know it's only May, but I'm ready for football. That's the only thing going on, bro. Yeah. There's fucking baseball. There's basketball. There's everything. There's women's lacrosse. <laughs> I could give a fuck until the NFL comes back on. We need real games. We need real people we care about. We need the team sports. We need shit going on. <laughs> oh, Chris Cross just hit me with two stay safes. I love baseball, but, you know, the Angels are being the Angels again. They're starting to fall apart. They get rid of Albert Pujols, and then everyone's sad. Oh, we lost Albert. Uh, have you ever seen somebody waste somebody the best player in your sports career ever yeah. versus the Angels and Mike Trout? Yeah, well, Mike Trout, yeah, exactly. And this is another example of highest paid player. The Mike, Mike Trout's great. But I, 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 the goat. I would like to trade him if we can win a World Series. I'm at that point. Because <laughs> they're not going to win I, one with him. It's I don't over. disagree, but do you not agree that he's the fucking goat? Oh, he's, 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 he's the best. He's so good. That month of April was insane. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll talk some baseball this Thursday. Maybe we'll talk some pucks. Maddie Spice finished a hockey quiz, so we always have that in our back pocket. Let's do it. This Thursday, Impact Wrestling Results, Under Siege Predictions as well. We have two events coming up. I'm making uh, Backlash Predictions with Kevin tomorrow night. Plenty going on. Let's ride off into that glorious sunset. I still don't see why Twitch isn't working. I have no idea why. I'll never find out. They're never going to tell me. This would have been a great stream to have on Twitch the entire time. Uh JT is going to be live streaming in about an hour or so. He just Ayo. he is in the divisional series on the show. This is huge. JT, bring it home for us. Bring home the money, my friend, because you know sure as hell that we need it. So let let let's vibe out. Let's get out of here, Zach. Time to go. Have a good night, everybody. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition app. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like 21 Day Fix, Insanity, P90X, T25, and Pio. These programs really work, and this is your one chance to try them for free. Go to BeachbodyFree.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equal 1389 per month per 1000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5222.